2: <laughs> uh, look out <laughs> it's only me it's only the kimmer how are you doing i can hear i can sort of hear as a it's a damn miracle as said anyway with pete davis sidekick producer and sports rec i'm extraordinaire and the mechanical mangler we call him flounder you know of the day I was born. at the controls look out Is uh little friend kate in today or is it's she wild. not uh, interning today Oh, no, she's not. She's, okay. Well, that's probably good because I was going to ask her questions, and Pete said, leave the girl alone, for God's sakes. Anyway, uh, 303, how's it going? Here's a number, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. Pete Davis, what's up with you? Getting ready for a snowfall or a big storm coming through or something tonight, looks like. Yeah, a big win tomorrow, but
3: I want to thank whoever called up yesterday and told me about the Whataburger in Woodstock because I stopped it was a wonderful experience. Well, right, we're wonderful. Gonna t-
2: in fact, you posted a picture of it uh, last night, and so we'll talk about that in a second. Flounder, what's new with you, sir? How's it going in there?
4: All is well on this side of the glass, and I also have a question about the Whataburger as well.
2: Okay, well, we'll get to it shortly. <laughs> um, I will have an update on my ear rockets. Not that it's uh, of anybody's interest except mine, but it's ama- it really well. Uh, hello, it really is amazing to me. I went to a place called Here USA on Old Milton and Alpharetta. And they take care of uh, hearing aids and hearing problems and they have doctors and hearing tests. I mean, it's, it's the whole deal. But it's not like it's one specific. It wasn't like my hearing doctor who then moved their thing. Anyway, uh, and they they, boy, they take your hearing. They put them on. They, they dial in a computer. And it's just, it's just really amazing. It's just it's not like if you haven't had a hearing test, and most people probably have never had a hearing test, maybe since they were children. Aren't kids supposed to have a hearing test to go to school, I think? Don't they normally do that in elementary school?
3: Yeah, I remember as a kid. And yeah. I've only had one as an adult.
2: Yeah. So. Well, you won't believe what the hearing test is. The I mean, modern hearing. T- oh my goodness! And the uh, and the uh, the uh, 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 technology. Of the new of new hearing aids is really spectacular. Anyway, uh, so I've got these new ear rockets. Or they're not they're not new. And she just adjusted them and fixed them. And you go in the computer and adjust how the treble and the bass sound. I mean, it's really it's really fantastic. It's really uh, really exciting to have it done. And I feel like I can hear things a lot better. My app's working. My hearing aid app on my phone. So when the fo- if I get a phone call, it can go right into my hearing aid. So I can hear them. Anyway, um, I don't want to bore you. One quick thing, though. This is where, The other day, I looked up a story. Check this out. There has been a study, research showing Americans with hearing loss who wear hearing aids have a much better chance of living longer than pa- than uh, people who don't wear hearing aids. 10,000 people average age just under 50. Uh, people with hearing loss who wore hearing aids had a 25% lower mortality risk regardless of age, gender, socioeconomic status, race, insurance, severity of hearing loss, or anything else. If they wear their hearing aids, they had a greater chance of living longer. Uh, they are intended to be wealthier, higher educated, have fewer uh, other problems. Untreated hearing loss is associated with a shorter lifespan, higher risk of disorders like depression and dementia. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean... You stay connected. I true. That's true. I know. I mean, it sounds stupid, but there were, I mean, she asked me, do you have, you know, before I got them fixed this morning, she said, uh, do, uh, do, are there places where you avoid because it's hard to hear? And I said, yeah, if I, you know, if I go into a restaurant, that's cr- a lot of people and there are bare walls, I, the um, sound yeah. is booming over. I mean, it's just all noise. Um, and I do have a directional thing. I can tune parts of things, I, but still, it's all. If, if it's all, even the studio now, we have a great uh, ceiling has all the uh, the board, the stuff you're supposed to have on it. But these walls are just hard walls. They're painted hard walls, and so uh, you know, if I don't have my headphones on or something, and Pete's talking to me in the studio, uh, it's all. It, it there's still kind of rebounds off the wall. So anyway, uh, but the uh, technology is amazing, and um, so I uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I think her name was Julie at uh, Here USA in Alfred. Julie Julie, 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 Julie. Very. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, also, oh, oh uh, I, I, I don't want to give some newsy stuff for shortly. But fa- my damn phone, I, I got faked out of my phone. I'm gonna, I'll tell you later. Uh, Tatis Flounder showed me how to work my phone. I, I, You know, I'm an educated man, and I'm still learning how to find things in my phone, including pictures that I've taken. And, and he sh- I, mean, I'm, I was killing myself because I tried to send some old throwback Thursday pictures of Jack the Good Boy videos, and they were gone from my photo file, but they were in my YouTube photo file. That didn't make any sense. How the hell? I mean, what happened to the ones in my photo file? Anyway, so a uh, Flounder figured it out for me, thank God. Also, I'm, I may be giving up on my beard. I just, you know, I, I love it, but it looks like crap. I mean, it's 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 hideous, and I look, I look like I just look like a bum. I, I think I just look like an old goof. Uh, but I love them. I, be, I love I love when I go to, when I go to bed at night and I put the covers up over my face and I get that get all hot and tingly. I, I've told you that before. For some reason, when I if I get in when I get into bed, and of course usually I turn the heat down at night and stuff like that, uh, and, and you tend to get a little kind of a chill in the cold sheets and stuff. When I take the blanket, the furry part of the fuzzy part of the blanket, and put it on my face, I get a sudden. I start shivering. Heat. I, I I I burst heat out of my, by, just by touching my face. And when I do it with my beard, it's, it's just, I don't know, I just love yeah. the feeling
5: of it. <laughs> Sorry. <It's,
3: laughs> I want. <laughs> what do you call that when you're going through menopause again?
5: <laughs>
2: I already had male menopause back when I had cancer. I and they put me in that, in that chemotherapy, man. Uh, d- d- a nup- a nupron and Desinex, or not Desinex, Casinex, Casinex and Lupron. Des- Desinex. Desinex. Yeah, that old foot, that that foot cancer. <laughs> <laughs> i jam <told you> <laughs> cancer. Anyway, uh, three o nine. Okay, we do have we have a, a bunch of juicy things. Um, and uh, and uh, quickly, uh, Pete, and then we're going to talk about your hamburger. Uh, Bill Belichick. We might as well start with that. Not only did um, uh, the Alabama coach retire. Uh, and quit. But Bill Belichick parted ways. And I guess it was amicable, although it clearly, you know, they wanted to make a change. And he did, too. Now, uh, one of the stories I, I found this morning on Fox News was, well, one of the big the big team that has been after him for weeks now is the Atlanta Falcons. Well, is that do we know if that's true? Is that just speculation? Or I mean, are they going after Bill, Bar- uh, Bill Belichick? I wouldn't be
3: surprised. Desperate owners do desperate things, and this would be a desperate move. I'm all against it. I do not want Bill Belichick here. I think a few fans will be happy. I think this is Arthur Blank. He didn't get Joe Gibbs. He didn't get Bo Parcells. He's going to try and get supposedly the greatest coach of all time. I can't completely buy into that either. And I think this is just a desperate attempt from a desperate team, a desperate franchise, and a desperate owner. And he's, Arthur Blank, this is the tone deafness of this organization. He's going to think everybody's going to go, oh, you got Bill Belichick. It's wonderful.
6: Yeah.
3: And then you look at the facts behind it. It's like, no, most Falcons fans know that the Patriots have sucked without Tom Brady. Right.
2: He's had two, I mean, a couple of bad years. I mean, what do he go six and eleven this year, or something? ridiculous? More than five two. and eleven, or something. I mean, that's unbelievable. It's like his first season as a head coach was he went five and eleven, and then he, uh, Drew Bledsoe went down, and Tom Brady came in in two thousand, and in two thousand, I think it was twenty four years ago, Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe, and that was a ball game. After that, there you go. Uh, but he, when he Brady he couldn't even left,
3: win in Cleveland.
2: Yeah, he couldn't win in Cleveland, and he had
3: Nick Saban as one of his assistants. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and plus he's, he's what is he, 71 years old. I mean, I guess he wants yeah. to keep, well, I don't know. Has he even said if he wants to keep coaching? I think he's just oh, keeping, yeah. around, does he? Is, he, is that clear? He,
3: he's, he's what, 15 short of Don Shula's record? Oh, yeah, yeah, he wants to keep. Yeah. He's got that ego. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, there's, there's discussion about it. And uh, if you'd like to weigh in, by the way, anyway, Pete does Holy at Sports a, a little after 5 o'clock. But uh, just, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about this as we go on, because it's an important thing for the city of Atlanta. Uh, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. Two three zero three eleven. Okay, here we go. The burger. In and Out Burger. Uh, I think uh, uh, um, uh, Scotty the Window guy told you there was one up off of, on Route 92, up off Route 75. What a Was it a Whataburger or In and Out Burger? Whataburger. 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 Okay, so uh, give us your experience. What was it like? Uh, uh, tell us the whole thing from you walked in. Was it drive through or sit down or what was the deal?
3: Well, what was funny is I've never gotten off that road in my life except a few months ago. I got off on that road to go to uh, a dentist's office to a root canal, which was a block away. Which is weird to go. This looks familiar. It's like, oh, this and is where I told I didn't need a root canal.
2: Oh, be damned!
3: Yeah, and I didn't know it was right there, like one block further wow. up the road. And I went in there. It was well lit. There was a few people in there. I walk in, and this cute little girl behind the counter named Kelsey goes, "Hi, welcome to Whataburger. How can I help you?" And it's like, "Whoa, you don't get that much." And I said, "Look, it's my second time here. I don't know what I'm ordering." And she goes, "We'll take your time." And you know, I ordered what I wanted. And unfortunately, the chocolate machine wasn't working for the chocolate shake. And I'm like, oh, my God, they that's They know they're thing. pulling
2: the old McDonald's trick. They just didn't want no, to clean them. No, no, them.
3: Th- no. It, no, they uh, didn't have the chocolate. She goes, try the Dr. Pepper. And I said, I can't do the Dr. Pepper because of the caffeine. Why don't we do the strawberry? The strawberry shake was amazing. Okay, Absolutely so, amazing. Okay. And so they basically, you go sit down. And then a gentleman has your name, and he brings the tray over with your food, calls you by name, sets the food down in front of you, and then has a second tray with all the condiments and says, would you like this? Would you like this? And I started reaching for something. He goes, "Uh, that's the spicy ketchup. And I go, oh, God, I don't want that. So I got the real ketchup. And have a good day. It was just clean. It was brightly lit. And it was great food and great service. Okay,
2: now we've got a. Well, it's three thirteen. When we come back, we got to do a quick kebab here. I want to know about the bun because the bun looked. I think it looked kind of the way that I would toast a bun, and I don't know whether it was yes. toasted. Okay. Well, anyway, so I want to talk about the bun, the burger, and what was that? Uh, was that <laughs> lettuce or onions on the side of the plate that we saw in your picture? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about yeah. what, actually what was in it and what it was like. I know that, how important is this, folks? I mean, uh, you know, a good I'm cheeseburger. Hungry. And I assume it was a cheeseburger or was it a, just a plain yes, hamburger? Sir. Oh, of course. Cheeseburger. All right, 313. Kimber Pete and flounder the important news about the burger coming up next. Cheeseburger, on cheeseburger one hundred <laughs> Pepsi, no Coke. No Coke, Pepsi. <laughs> 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 well, that'll be the day. <laughs> oh mercy this may have buddy holly may have been one of the first artists and a in a 45 record rpm record that i ever bought as a kid i think uh, was it wasn't this song. What was the other one? Uh, 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 little Susie? or What the hell was it?
6: Peggy was it? Sue. Peggy Sue. Peggy, Peggy Sue. Sue.
2: Yeah. I'll be damned. Anyway, uh, how you doing? Kimber Pete, and Flounder, 319. Well, that'll be the day with uh, Buddy Holly. Uh, Flounder, of course, our musical director points out that on this day in 2017, the rockabilly guitarist Tommy Alsup, who narrowly avoided boarding the plane that killed Buddy Holly in the Big Bopper, that Tommy Alsup died at the this day in uh, 2017 at age 85. Tommy Alsop lost a coin toss for the last seat on that plane. His place was taken by teenage rock star Richie Valens, who also died when the plane crashed. Tommy Alsup, who was not on the plane, went on to become a Grammy-winning musician, played with Merle Haggard, Roy Orbison, and Willie Nelson. Can you imagine... Living with that. Losing a coin well, toss. I thought it was the other guy.
3: The, uh, it was the, the country star. Uh, Will Jennings and Jenny. Was. Well, I
2: think, that was, I think that was before. I think they had a fight. If I'm not mistaken, I should have looked this up, but I didn't see the story until I came in here. But I, as I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was, that was not a coin toss. I think they had a fight about it. I think he said, "Well, I'll screw you then," or something, and, and went ho- or did something else. I think huh. that, that may not be right. Um, and uh, if I feel like it later, maybe during a break, I'll Google uh, Merle, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Whaling Jennings and the crash. <laughs> Damn it! Whaling
4: Jennings voluntarily gave up his seat to J.P. Richardson on the doomed flight that killed the Big Bobby. There
2: Big you Bob. go. Thank you, flounder. See flounder. I mean, it's unbelievable. He doesn't even have Kate in there today. Our oh. new intern. I, I, huh? What? For uh, last month, for the first of my life,
3: I listened to "Chantilly Lace" all the way through. Have you bopper? listened to the lyrics of that song?
2: I do not think I have actually. No, well, incredibly sexually suggestive, unbelievable Chantilly for the 1950s. Yeah, uh, like uh, li- as in a sh- uh, Lace, as in a nightgown coming off a girl or something, or. Uh, all right. Well, you, yeah. look well uh, you look that up. Well, you look that up while I do my birthday and um, and Get history thing. Here. And then we'll do an. A- oh, by the way, I have an update on, uh, speaking of music, we could do a whole freak. In fact, one day, let's just do a music. What do you say? We'll just do a music show. Have fun. we talk about music. What it meant to us, what we like, what, what's in the songs and how they affect us and how we grew up in all cultures right. and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, American band, I've got an, upsta- uh, an update on the American band stand from my little friend Gretchen. Oh, uh, here we go. So
7: there are questions
8: yeah,
7: about how much is the
2: term of a Donald Trump president? So Whoopsie. We got. The wrong thing they're
8: going,
2: you guys, you got the news guy on there, too. <laughs> uh, tight, I don't tight, see uh, it on this TV. Uh, you want me to just read them to you? Well, no, wait man. We'll see wing for figure this out. Uh, something that's uh, our computer, listen up to there the whole song. Again. Well, n- yeah. I don't we'll know. We'll, 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 everybody be patient. Everybody, everything's fine. We'll give 10 seconds here. See if we can, if he, if he can play the song. And if we not, get we'll get the lyrics. Oh, let's uh, try we'll this. We'll
4: go back okay. and Not to start. worry.
2: Everything's fine. There we are. Perfect. Yeah,
0: this is the Big Bopper
3: speaking.
2: The yeah, Big Bopper. And then Waylon Jennings Holy gave up his seat so the Big Bopper night. could fly in the plane that crash.
5: Do I want? Will I want? Will I what? Oh, baby, you know.
2: Know what I like? Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. Ponytail hanging and down. In the walk and a giggle in the talk. Make the world go round. Wiggle the in the in the world like a big-eyed girl and make me act so funny. Make me spend my money. Make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose. Like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like. <laughs> Nothing like a wiggling that, girl. Baby? Spend your money on her.
5: But. Hey. And, and,
2: oh.
3: <laughs> Sounds like Jerry Lee Lewis. All right. Oh, it gets better at the end here. Let's right, we'll, just skip ahead here yeah, to the end. Go ahead
2: and give us a leg. Go we'll play in the background and give us
6: a lyric. All right,
3: honey, you know. Well, it's confusing to have two people talk at the same me. time. With the If the lyrics are going and I'm talking, you ain't going to be able to hear either one of us. So. You
4: can just read them? oh Just I'm, read them.
3: Yeah. Says, what's that, honey? Pick you up at eight and don't be late. But baby, I ain't got no money, honey. Ha ha. Oh, all right, honey. You know what I like. Uh, well, basically, he just wants her to put out without well, having to spend any money on her. There. It's, and, the,
2: it's called old-fashioned flirting, Pete. You you weren't allowed for the way We 50s? used to do that kind of. Well, sure. This baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> you don't want to go out there now. <laughs> Well, no that,
3: that that no that that's not in the same league as this one. you know what I like Yo. Well, was <laughs> Come a, on. Was, Dean Martin
2: never said you know what I like well that was the brothers can get away with that kind of stuff I mean you know uh, Big Bopper wasn't a brother well he certainly sounded like one so he had the attitude like like Bill Clinton was the first black president too so there you go all right 323 our, I never did our birthday list Amanda Pete birthday today 52 years old very pretty uh, brunette you may know her from HBO's Togetherness and also the movie The Whole Nine Yards with Bruce Bruce Willis and she also was in the Hank Azaria series Brockmire which was a really uh, interesting series I, in fact I, I kind of lost track of it I, it just suddenly disappeared which is kind of same I like, yeah I liked it I really I, I enjoyed the hell out of it and I thought it was very clever Especially Hank Azaria is a a really interesting character. Anyway, uh, a quick thing in history. On this date in 1908, President Teddy Roosevelt declared the Grand Canyon is a national monument in order to preserve its natural beauty. Can you imagine, this 1908, can you imagine if Vanderbilt and Rockefeller and J.P. Morgan had gotten their hands on that territory to build condos on the walls of the Grand Canyon and a little beachfront on the river? (laughs) Oh, man. What a what a great move! And Teddy Roosevelt did most of the of the uh, saving yes, of the national and, parks. And, and him and John Muir. Yeah, Muir uh, Muir Woods out in California. Have you ever been? I've been to Muir Woods. You ever been to Muir Woods?
6: Oh yeah, redwoods uh, yeah. and
2: the sequoias and all that stuff. But Mount Tamalpais, not kind of cool. Anyway, uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, how are you doing? Three twenty-five on the program uh, and later I'm going to update you on uh, the American bandstand thing which I, I i got some stuff from my little friend Gretchen and also uh, looked at some stuff myself we'll talk about in a minute about how Donald Trump I mean, this is unbelievable. the balls in this guy the judge had ruled that Donald Trump could not be part of his closing statement so today in court and you're going we have some Trump sound coming up here shortly I think' flounder Sa- and start from last we have month. him reacting afterwards uh, yeah okay uh, so you're gonna hear <laughs> Donald Trump but imagine the balls on the guy he gets into court today the judge had already said no you're not part of, you can't be part of the Closing argument. You only your lawyer. So the lawyer gets up and starts doing closing argument, and then Donald Trump gets up and starts doing closing argument anyway. <laughs> I mean, what's that? <laughs> oh my God! I mean, you know, and of course, this is all going to be overturned. There's no way that that any of, any of the stuff that he, that's happening to him is legal by the Constitution. I mean, it's just it's all going to be thrown out. I, I mean, I can't imagine any other way. Also, um, another quick thing. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and others are now demanding that Governor Kemp... After we hear the facts now about the case of uh, of uh, of Fanny uh, Fanny uh,
9: Fanny Fanny
2: Fanny uh, Fanny uh, the homewrecker D A, DA, uh, you know, giving her oh, wow. lover who broke up a marriage and all that money to, where, I mean, he's not even qualified and shouldn't have been on the staff in the first place. It's all it's a it's a it's a it's a conspiracy. I mean, it's it's a it's it's a RICO violation, and so and because of the new facts that have come out now, uh, MTG and all the rest of them are saying the governor's got to get do an investigation about the corruption in the Fulton County DA's office. I mean, who would not, who would not admit to having a, a... You need a probe into corruption at the Fulton County DA's office. This woman is a crook. She's, she's I mean, it's, you know, she's a double-dealing, underhanded, sex fiend, apparently broke up a marriage and then put her lover on a big, fat Charlie payroll. The mo- she put him to make him the most expensive prosecutor in the state of Georgia. It was her boyfriend that she probably didn't get cheating on his wife with. And then, when as soon as she contracted him and put him under contract, he filed for divorce the next day. <laughs>
3: Cameron, oh my God! Yeah. Cameron, yeah. What's the point of being a Fulton County uh, politician if you can't act like a Fulton? I County
2: know. County politician. I mean, it's just it just doesn't seem right if you can't get away with something. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, it's just it's freaking hysterical, absolutely freaking hysterical uh, about all these uh, the Trump things. Also, we will have, uh, in fact, let's do um, a, a, a quick thing on Donald Trump after the court case today and then we'll also be talking about the trump town hall last night and the debate last night uh i assume uh, i get to the answer to this uh flounder did you watch any of the debate between desantis and uh, nikki haley or did you watch any of the trump town hall no
4: i just went on to social media later this or this morning and got all the highlights
2: uh Pete davis did you watch any of the debate with nikki and desantis <laughs> or the town hall by the
3: time I got home with a full stomach of Whataburger <laughs> in me, burger. <laughs> I went right to sleep. <laughs> there you
2: go. No, I, I tuned in. I, I watched maybe, uh, well, in fact, I don't, I will. I refuse to watch CNN I, unless there's absolute reason to. And so I tuned in just, you know, just to make myself watch Donald Trump and see if they were going to try to do something. And I watched for maybe a minute and a half or two, and then I, I just couldn't watch it. I'm so, you know, we talked about this yesterday about CNN with one of our callers going, a guy who works here, he's been to been CNN every Worked to like 35 years or something, and he's so disappointed in what CNN has become, as I did. I remember the Gulf War. Gulf War One, Man, we, CNN had the, was the... the. CNN did the greatest change and the most significant, powerful change in broadcast news history when they said, okay, we're going to do news 24 hours a day. No one had ever heard of such a thing. I mean, growing up as a kid, Walter Cronkite's first newscasts were 15 minutes. Period. That was it. That was your nightly news. Anyway, and so and CNN, and now for what they have done and, and turned into, I just I, I will punish them by not watching. But I did watch a couple of minutes, and I did turn over very quickly to see the Desantis and Nikki Haley, and I saw a couple. Of, they were getting nasty, and I do. We, I think we have some comments from them, uh, Flounder. Yes, we do. Okay, excellent. So we'll, we'll get all that for you uh, coming up. Let's do uh, Donald Trump after his court case today. When again he actually had the balls to get up against the judge's ruling to give some closing arguments. Uh, this is his civil trial in New York, whether over whether he overinflated the value of his building money when he sold it with a bank loan. Uh, Flounder, here's what Trump said. Uh, Flounder has this after he came out uh, during a break after the court case. This is just
10: an attorney general that hates Donald Trump and wanted to run for governor. wanted to run for attorney general. And it's a shame. I think she should be criminally liable for this. You see this is a case that should have never been brought. And I think we should be entitled to damages. Thank you. I'll be back.
2: Yeah, no, that's uh, terrible. We're uh, sorry for the quality. Well, the thing, what, when when he
4: went out there to talk, they didn't put any microphones know, in front.
2: idiots. I mean, you know, they, they know he's going to do yeah. it every freaking time he does it. And they give us this back down to that freak. Is that Fox? What a bunch of idiots. I mean, what the hell? They you know they know he's going to talk. He does it every freaking time. So be ready for it. For God's sakes. Those of us who do a news talk for a living wouldn't be, believe it like to be able to do the freaking sound bite. What the hell is the matter with them lately? They cut away from Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday at the freaking hearing to get the Democrats on and now they do well Wow, that was really helpful to our audience. Jeez. You know, I got, the, I got the hearing problem, and now we all do. You can hear it now. <laughs> I can hear it fine. That? Unfortunately, it sounds like crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to run everything, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> all right, anyway, 331. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we got all coming up. We'll have a little when fun we come here. come back, I'll have it I'll have No, Don't scenario. worry about right. it. If it's not your fault. Everything is just, you know. I mean, the idiot, they know he's going to talk. I mean, you're killing me here. Idiots. Anyway, thank you, Flounder. We'll get it all taken care of. I mean, give her. Feet flout 331 look out <laughs> what a what a loss what a shame this little gal is gone forever Whitney Houston and I've never seen the video with this song with those little striped socks of hers it was very cute and she's gone I love her singing. I love this song. 2000 reported that Whitney Houston on this day was under investigation for trying to smuggle 15 grams of marijuana out of Hawaii. A security officer found the stuff in her handbag, and Whitney Houston just walked away when he tried to stop her. <laughs> yeah, you keep it. <laughs> I guess she- <laughs> it's yours. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. On me. On me. Really. Enjoy. <laughs> Off she goes onto the plane. Uh, okay, miss. I guess. Hell, I, I remember the days when you could just have anything you want in your pocket. It was, not you know, in the 70s. I mean, remember the movie? What was the Johnny Depp movie where he was a big cocaine king and the steward eye were the ones bringing all the drugs in from overseas? And he, he figured out uh, blow yeah the movie blow that was based and, on a true story yeah it was true it's an absolute true story uh, and Absolutely. they said and it was all the steward I said well you give me ten thousand dollars to carry my purse on a plane sure and, you know I was and that's how it all started and then it got out of control and then everybody and finally someone caught on but I, I mean I remember uh, with people going with it the, they just had you know a bag of marijuana in their pocket walk on the plane you know and get off and start smoking in the taxi simpler or whatever. days simpler <laughs> Pete oh. Davis what's up with you getting ready for uh, a snowfall or a big storm coming through or something tonight looks like yeah a big wind tomorrow but i want to thank whoever called up yesterday
3: and told me about the whataburger in woodstock because i stopped it, it was a wonderful experience well right, we're wonderful. Gonna t-
2: in fact you posted a picture of it uh, last night and so we'll talk about that in a second flounder what's new with you sir how's it going in there
3: all
4: is well on this side of the glass, and I also have a question about the Whataburger as well.
2: Okay, well, we'll get to it shortly. <laughs> um, I will have an update on my ear rockets. Not that it's uh, of anybody's interest except mine, but it's ama- it really well. Uh, hello, it really is amazing to me. I went to a place called Here USA on Old Milton and, and Alpharetta and they take care of uh, hearing aids and hearing problems and they have doctors and hearing tests. I mean, it's, it's the whole deal, but it's not like it's one specific. It wasn't like my hearing doctor who then moved their thing. Anyway, uh, and they they, boy, they take your hearing, they put them on, they, they dial in a computer, and it's just, it's just really amazing. It's just, it's not like, if you haven't had a hearing test, and most people probably have never had a hearing test, maybe since they were children, aren't kids supposed to have a hearing test to go to school, I think? Don't they normally do that in elementary school?
3: Yeah, I remember as a kid, and yeah. I've only had one as an adult. Yeah.
2: So. Well, you won't believe what the hearing test is. The I mean, modern hearing. T- oh my goodness! And the uh, and the uh, the uh, 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 technology of the new of new hearing aids is really spectacular. Anyway, uh, so I've got these new ear rockets. Or they're, not, they're not new, and she just adjusted them and fixed them, and you go in the computer and adjust how the treble and the bass sound. I mean, it's really, it's really fantastic. It's really uh, really exciting to have it done, and I feel like I can hear things a lot better. My app's working, my hearing aid app on my phone, so when the, if I get a phone call, it can go right into my hearing aid so I can hear them. Anyway, um, I don't want to bore you. One quick thing, though. This is, the other day I looked up a story. Check this out. There has been a study, research showing Americans with hearing loss who wear hearing aids have a much better chance of living longer than, pa- than uh, people who don't wear hearing aids. 10,000 people average age just under 50. Uh, people with hearing loss who wore hearing aids had a 25% lower mortality risk. Regardless of age, gender, socioeconomic status, race, insurance, severity of hearing loss, or anything else, if they wear their hearing aids, they had a greater chance of living longer. Uh, They are intended to be wealthier, higher educated, have fewer uh, other problems. Untreated hearing loss is associated with a shorter lifespan, higher risk of disorders like depression and dementia. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean. You stay connected. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I try. That's uh, true. I know. He really, I mean, it sounds stupid, but there were, I mean, she asked me, do you have, you know, before I got them fixed this morning, she said, uh, do, uh, do, are there places where you avoid because it's hard to hear? And I said, yeah, if I, you know, if I go into a restaurant, that's cr- a lot of people and there are bare walls, I, the um, sound yeah. is booming over. All, I mean, it's just all noise. Um, and I do have a directional thing. I can tune parts of things, I, but still, it's all. If, if it's all, even the studio now, we have a great uh, ceiling has all the uh, the board, the stuff you're supposed to have on it. But these walls are just hard walls. They're painted hard walls, and so uh, you know, if I don't have my headphones on or something, and Pete's talking to me in the studio, uh, it's all. It, it still kind of rebounds off the wall. So anyway, uh, but the uh, technology is amazing, and. Uh, so, I, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I think her name was Julie at uh, Here USA in Alfred. Julie Julie, 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 Julie. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Um, also, oh, oh uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give, well, give some newsy stuff for shortly, but fa- my damn phone. I, I, I got faked out of my phone. I'm gonna, I'll tell you later. Uh, Tatis Flounder showed me how to work my phone. I, I, You know, I'm an educated man, and I'm still learning how to find things in my phone, including pictures that I've taken. And, and he sh- I mean, I'm, I was killing myself because I tried to send some old throwback Thursday pictures. Pictures of Jack the Good Boy, videos, and they were gone from my photo file, but they were in my YouTube photo file. That didn't make any sense. How the hell? I mean, what happened to the ones in my photo file? Anyway, so a uh, flounder figured it out for me. Thank God. Also, I'm, I may be giving up on my beard. I just, you know, I I love it, but it looks like crap. I mean, it's 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 idiot, and I look, I look like I just look like a bum. I, I think I just look like an old goof. Uh, but I love the I, I love I love when I go to, when I go to bed at night and I put the covers up over my face and I get that get all hot and tingly. But I've told you that before. For some reason, when I if I get in when I get into bed and of course usually I turn the heat down at night and stuff like that, uh, and, and you tend to get a little kind of a chill in the cold sheets and stuff. When I take the blanket, the furry part of the fuzzy part of the blanket and put it on my face, I get a sudden I start shivering heat. I I, I I burst heat. Out of my, by, just by touching my face. And when I do it with my beard, it's, it's just, I don't know, I just love yeah. the feeling of it. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <It's, laughs> <I> what? <laughs> what do you call that when you're going through menopause again?
2: <laughs> I already had male menopause back when I had cancer. I and they put me in that, in that chemotherapy, man. Uh, d- d- a nup- a nupron and Desinex, or not Desinex, Casinex. Casinex and Lupron. Des- Desinex. Desinex. Yeah, that old foot, that, that foot cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I told jam <you> <laughs> cancer. Anyway, uh, three o nine. Okay, we do have we have a bunch of newsy things. Um, and uh, and uh, quickly, uh, Pete, and then we're going to talk about your hamburger. Uh, Bill Belichick. We might as well start with that. Not only did um, uh, the Alabama coach retire. Uh, And quit. But Bill Belichick parted ways. And I guess it was amicable, although it clearly, you know, they wanted to make a change. And he did, too. Now, uh, one of the stories I I found this morning on Fox News was, well, one of the big the big team that has been after him for weeks now is the Atlanta Falcons. Well, is that do we know if that's true? Is that just speculation? Or, I mean, are they going after Bill uh, Bill Belichick?
3: I wouldn't be surprised. Desperate owners do desperate things, and this would be a desperate move. I'm all against it. I do not want Bill Belichick here. I think a few fans will be happy. I think this is Arthur Blank. He didn't get Joe Gibbs. He didn't get Bo Parcells. He's going to try and get supposedly the greatest coach of all time. I can't completely buy into that either. And I think this is just a desperate attempt from a desperate team, a desperate franchise, and a desperate owner. And he's, Arthur Blank, this is the tone deafness of this organization. He's going to think everybody's going to go, oh, you got Bill Belichick. It's wonderful.
6: Yeah.
2: And
3: then you look at the facts behind it. It's like, no, most Falcons fans know that the Patriots have
2: sucked without Tom Brady. Right. He's had too, I mean, a couple of bad years. I mean, would he go six and eleven this year, or something? ridiculous? More than five two. and eleven, or something? I mean, that's unbelievable. It's was like his first season as a head coach was he went five and eleven, and then he, uh, Drew Bledsoe went down, and Tom Brady came in in two thousand and in two thousand, I think it was twenty four years ago. Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe, and that was a ball game. After that, there you go. Uh, but he, when he Brady he couldn't left, even
5: win
3: in Cleveland. Yeah, he couldn't win in Cleveland, and he had Nick Saban as one of his assistants. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and plus he's, he's what is he, 71 years old. I mean, I guess he wants yeah. to keep, well, I don't know. Has he even said if he wants to keep coaching? I think he's just oh, keeping, yeah. around, does he? Is, he, is that clear?
3: He, he's, he's what, 15 short of Don Shula's record? Oh, yeah, yeah, he
2: wants to keep. Yeah. He's
3: got that ego. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, there's, there's discussion about it. And uh, if you'd like to weigh in, by the way, anyway, Pete does Holy crap at Sports a, a little after 5 o'clock. But uh, just, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about this as we go on, because it's an important thing for the city of Atlanta. 404 741 Two, three, zero, three, 11. Okay, here we go. The burger. In and Out burger. Uh, I think uh, uh, um, uh, Scotty the Window guy told you there was one up off of, on Route 92, up off 575. What a a burger. Whatabur- was it Whataburger or In and Out Burger? Whataburger. 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 Okay, so uh, give us your experience. What was it like? Uh, uh, tell us the whole thing from you walked in. Was it drive through or sit down or what was the deal?
3: Well, what was funny is I've never gotten off that road in my life, except a few months ago, I got off on that road to go to uh, a dentist's office to a root canal, which was a block away, which is weird. I go, this looks familiar. I like, oh, this <laughs> is you where I told I didn't need a time? root canal.
2: Oh, I'll be damned. Huh? Yeah.
3: And I didn't know it was right there, like one block further wow. up the road. And I went in there. It was well lit. There was a few people in there. I walk in and this cute little girl behind the counter named Kelsey goes, hi, welcome to Whataburger. How can I help you? And it's like, whoa, you don't get that much. <laughs> And I said, look, it's my second time here. I don't know what I'm ordering. She goes, we'll take your time. And, you know, I ordered what I wanted. And unfortunately, the chocolate machine wasn't working for the chocolate shake. And I'm
2: like, oh, my God, they that's They know they're thing. pulling the old McDonald's trick. They just didn't want no, to clean them. No, no, them.
3: Th- no. It, no, they Ugh. didn't have the chocolate. She goes, try the Dr. Pepper. And I said, I can't do the Dr. Pepper because of the caffeine. Why don't we do the strawberry? The strawberry shake was amazing. Oh, okay, Absolutely so. amazing. Oh, okay. And so they basically you go sit down. And then a gentleman has your name, and he brings the tray over with your food, calls you by name, sets the food down in front of you, and then has a second tray with all the condiments and says, would you like this? Would you like this? And I started reaching for something. He goes, "Uh, that's the spicy ketchup. And I go, oh, God, I don't want that. So I got the real ketchup. And have a good day. It was just clean. It was brightly lit. And it
2: was great food and great service. Okay, now we've got a. Uh, it's three thirteen. When we come back, we got to do a quick kebab here. I want to know about the bun because the bun looked. I think it looked kind of the way that I would toast a bun. and I don't know whether it was yes. toasted. Okay. Well, anyway, so I want to talk about the bun, the burger, and what was that uh, was that <laughs> lettuce or onions on the side of the plate that we saw in your picture? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about yeah. what, actually what was in it and what it was like. I know that, how important is this, folks? I mean, uh, you know, a good I'm cheeseburger. Hungry. And I assume it was a cheeseburger or was it a, just a plain yes, hamburger? Sir. Oh, of course. Have, cheeseburger. Have cheeseburger. All right. 313. Kim, repeat, and flounder. The important news about the Whataburger coming up next.
3: Twice. Twice in California. I I did it because it was kind of like a a dare at a at a party, yeah. and it didn't do anything for me. And the second time, I'm sitting at a party in, in San Diego. There's this, all this loud music going on, and there's this guy standing next to me, and he's all nervous, anything, and he, he yells something <laughs> in my ear. And I said, "I can't hear you." And he yelled, he got closer. and goes, "You want to do some cocaine?" <laughs> so, so I Calm go, down "Yeah." <laughs> I was dr- I was drunk. So we walked into the we walked into the bedroom, right? See that we're all innocent in the eighties. No, you know, now you would never do this. No. but the, in, you yeah. were innocent in the eighties. We walk in there. There's a couple on the bed going at
2: it. Oh
6: boy, they're
3: having they're having <laughs> sex on the bed. So we go into the bathroom and he put a couple of lines of coke down. And, and it, once again, it didn't do anything for me. So I never did it. Thank after God that. for never. thank
2: God for you that I I, I yeah. never I mean I th- I was I saw it once. I'm trying to rem- I, I I remember not having really anything to do with it. I, I, for I think it was like a half a generation. To, uh, that doesn't make any sense because my friends had, we're doing anyway. Um, this is back in the seventies or eighties, I guess. Uh, I, I, it was never in the seventies; it was in the eighties. I, 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 mm-hmm. th- I think I saw it once the at 80s a party. Huge. Um, and uh, thank God, because I'm an addict. You know, as, uh, I'm a cigarette addict. If I had done cocaine, I'd be dead. I know. I'm sure of it. Absolutely sure of it. Uh, why the hell are we talking about cocaine? I forgot. I Totally forgot. Uh, the blow. Oh, The blow, the movie blow, and why we were doing that, I have no idea. <laughs> um <The Stewart's. laughs> oh yeah, steward Eye, and why were we were doing steward Eye. Well, we like to
3: do Stuart Eye. No, why were, we're talking we talking about steward Eye?
2: Would you like <laughs> oh, some sorry. TWA coffee? Nobody likes some T. Te- well, anyway, uh, why were we doing, talking about steward Eye? I? I can't remember. You, something you said. Oh my God, was it a birthday? I did a birthday. Was Amanda Pete? Wasn't it? Oh no, well I don't remember. Oh no, it was uh, on uh, music. It was on Whitney Houston. And a singer, oh, oh she walked to a security officer, cocaine in her handbag. Ladies and gentlemen, we brought a first circle, a full circle. I said, <laughs> that didn't take too long. Oh, God. All right, and, uh, well, forget the birthday thing. I'm going to do the history thing. It's too long. All right, 339, 329, Kimber, repeat and Flounder. Our right. number, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. Uh, we'll ha- in fact, I got the latest on the Donald Trump thing at the at his trial today. We'll do that coming up. First, let's do a little bit on the, there were two things last night, neither of one of which um, I spent much time Watching and that was the town hall with Donald Trump on Fox and the debate on CNN with DeSantis and Nikki Haley. So, first of all, uh, Donald Trump in the town hall was asked a whole bunch of interesting questions, including uh, will you be a dictator and things like that. First of all, I think one of his most important comments came, uh, and he made a pretty clear flounder. Let's play a cut one of Donald Trump at the uh, town hall from last night, if you would, sir. This is again with Martha McCallum and Brett Bayer setting up the interview question here.
10: A lot of time talking about retribution. And so there are questions about how much a second term of a Donald Trump presidency, second term, would be about retribution and looking backwards and grievances and how much would be looking forward. Well, first of all, a lot of people would say that that's not so bad. Look what they did. Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The FBI Twitter hoax. The 51 intelligence agents hoax. All of these different hoaxes that they did. I mean, you know, a lot of people would say that's probably quite normal. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution.
2: <laughs> and he also made clear about the dictator thing, which I thought was pretty interesting as well. Uh, they, uh, one of the uh, questions was, uh, again, the town hall is when the people are actually, actually answering the questions. And I think I, w- what I did see was very little bit of it, but it's, uh, that may be his best format. But they asked uh, somebody asked about him being a dictator because he had, was quoted, and we saw the sound, of I'll be a dictator. And what he actually said was, I'll be a dictator for a day, for one day. And he explained that he's going to do two things on the dictator one day day. We're going to close down the border, make it so tight you can't get in unless you come in legally. And the other, we're going to drill, baby, drill. After that, I'm not going to be a dictator. I'm going to be a I'm not going to be a dictator. I'm going to be a fixer. So there will be success. Anyway, he uh, he handled it right. And, and, and I guess he's doing the right thing by not even bothering to talk with the other candidates for president. Uh, well, in fact, let's talk about them first. Oh, oh, by the way, Donald Trump says he knows who he's going to pick for VP. The uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Martha McCallum. By the way, she looks good. She looks even better than she did. They just, they, she's been there something like 20 years at Fox, and they just showed, I think it was a couple of days ago, they showed when she came on, on her show in the afternoon, they showed some of the old original videos of her from, I think it was literally 20 or 30, I think it was 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and she's, uh, she's a beautiful woman. She's uh, uh, and, uh, and very religious and uh, respectable and uh, just a real, uh, quite, a, quite, a, quite a babe. And uh, very, very attractive for being around that long. Anyway, she tried to get him to say who was going to pick for his ticket. He said, I can't tell you that really. I mean, I know who it's going to be. We'll do another show sometime. When Martha McCallum tried, he said, give us a hint. What about any of the people you've run against, Martha asked. Would you be open to mending fences with any of them? Trump said, oh, sure, I will, I will. I've already started to like Christie better, <laughs> Christie for vice <laughs> because <laughs> he quit. And, and Martha said Christie for vice president. No, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Trump said that would be an upset. Christie for vice president, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to announce. Nah, nah. Uh, Christie said he was going to suspend his campaign. Because in fact, we have his, uh, We have a little Christie, uh, a Chris Christie campaign. I think too. Don't we, founder? In fact, let's do that here, and then we'll come back and, and uh, wrap up the uh, Donald Trump Town Center, if you don't mind. Chris Christie announcing he's because I
8: want to promise you this. I am going to make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. And that's more important than my own personal ambition.
2: And they're clapping and applauding. There's a
3: plant. A Democratic plant for the Biden administration.
2: I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, I mean, he's been saying all along that he's been feuding with Donald Trump. But this, what he did last night, instead of trying to be a guy to bring the party together to get a victory, he's deliberately sabotaging any kind of cohesion with the other candidates and Donald Trump. What the hell is he doing I mean it's delivered he's, he's he's trying to split and divide and, and get contention going in our in the Demo- in the in the republican party <laughs> he's a
3: republican that's what they do <sighs> They eat
2: themselves, and he eats everything and everybody. And I don't know why they haven't had all kinds of Republicans, including Governor Kemp, uh, come forward today and talk about uh, Fannie the Home Wrecker Willis and the fraud and uh, the, uh, the racketeering uh, scandal that's been going on in the Fulton County DA's office over Donald Trump. Again, uh-huh. another Donald Trump issue and, and another scandal. And nobody's saying diddly squat except talk show hosts. I mean, have you heard anybody there at Georgia GOP say, gee, we got to go back and investigate this girl? That's corruption. No. Absolute corruption. A ba- yeah, please. A bunch of ball wonders. Oh, my know. God. <laughs>
3: I mean, come on.
2: Now, he says he knows who he's going to pick. He's got to pick Vivek, right? There, now, oh, and by the way, here, check this you out. Now, one of these stories here, and I'm not sure what story this is, uh, who wrote it, uh, but it says here, uh, speculation about Trump's running money, including GOP Congresswoman Nancy Mace from South Carolina, that's the one who was that little hottie was on yesterday again. Talking, oh, man, I like her. She's, I like her a she lot. She is
3: a great figure.
2: She is just a dish. I mean, I like her attitude. She's, she's the one who said, Hunter Biden, you got no balls. You know, you 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 do, you know, snow job is in here. You you thumb your nose ass. You don't have any balls at all. <laughs> oh man, I love this girl. She's the one who said her, you know, her. she was late for a prayer breakfast meeting because her boyfriend grabbed her by the waist to try to get her back into bed to make love of him one more time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, also on his running mate list, apparently, but beside Nancy Mace is South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. I mentioned her a long time ago. She's all over TV. Also mentioned is his, uh, uh, the uh, Nikki Haley. Although the website called, now this is kind of interesting, the website called OddsChecker.com clear, uh, uh, certainly lists the favorites to be the GOP running mate. Their favorite is Christy Noem, Governor of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Number two is Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, that uh, chubby little brunette. I like her a lot from New York. She's a tough chick. She's the one who got all the uh, university presidents to embarrass themselves. That was Elise Stefanik. We like her. I like her. Uh, she's number two on the betting list of the uh, GOP candidate for vice president. Number three is Vivek. So, anyway, uh, there, I mean, this could this be really interesting. I, I kind of can't wait. Uh, 346. Oh, my God. All right, coming back, we'll talk. We'll do a, a, a couple more things on the, uh, on the debate last night. And then, Hunter Biden's in court. And also, in, in Canada, another reminder Canada does not have a First Amendment. Canada does not believe in freedom of the press and freedom of speech. And there's a great example of it, which we'll come to next. And bullying over that stupid pink Stanley Cup plastic cup. Holy cow. Coming on 346 with a Kiver Pete and flounder right here. West town, call the
7: police oh, as a madman around <laughs> running <down underground laughs> wow.
2: town, the
11: running town underground to a dive bar in a western
2: town. that's town weirdest death. Uh uh, pet Shop Boys, uh, I'm guessing here, is that correct? I've got this right, I don't know. Hey, how, how in the hell is it that
4: you can get that right, but you can't get Led Zeppelin or Rolling Stones right?
2: <laughs> I've had a hard life, get off my back. It's hard being me. Uh 19, to the head. 1986. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 1986. The Pet Shop Boys scored their first British number one single with "West End Girls." The first, this was in '86. The first version of the song was released in 1984, and it was a club hit in America. After the duo signed with EMI, the song was re-recorded with producer Stephen Haig and uh, it became number one in Britain. So, it's a Pet Shop Boys. I'm not sure about those lyrics that hit me. I'd rather be dead because it's, I don't know. I just, uh, that's, I don't know. What do you you even call that music? Uh, It's uh, it's not pop music, not rock and roll. Uh, It's more new wave. New wave, yeah. New wave, I guess. I kind of lost track back in the 80s. Our birthday list includes, it says Kyle, K-Y-L-E. I'll bet it's pronounced Kylie Richards, 55. It's a girl. Kyle or Kylie Richards, uh, 55, is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with her sister, Kim, who happened to both be aunts or aunts to Paris Hilton, whose mother, Kathy, is their half-sister. Kylie Richards, 55, she also played Lindsay Wallace, one of the two original children that Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting in the original Halloween. And Kylie Richards, 55, was in the original Halloween. And, boy, there's like nine of those now. They they keep popping up every once in a while. And uh, one historical note here for you. On this day, 1964, we mentioned this the other day, talking about somebody out there. 64, the Whiskey A-Go-Go opened on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles was the first discotheque in America. Their first act on stage, Johnny Rivers and there were young girls in miniskirts dancing in cages suspended above the dance floor. Whiskey-a-go-go, 1964. Yeah, it was a senior prep school going into the big day. Uh, Founders funny's coming up, and more news on the debates last night. First, to the phones, to the phones, it's Chuck. You're on the radio, man. How's it going? Thanks for calling. What's up?
11: Hey,
2: what's up? Thank you for taking
11: my call. Yes, sir. Um, hey, Uh, I just want to let you know I can't wait until tomorrow to to hear what this sounds like because I don't listen to you in real time. I listen to you on your yesterday's podcast.
2: Oh, cool. Okay. On our app. Yeah.
11: Yeah. I don't know how many people do that, but we're going to be having to move back up north here probably a couple months. And I'm so excited that I got that podcast so I can keep listening to you guys.
2: Well, we have the free app. Uh, Now, why are you going? Why are you excited about going north?
11: Well, it, all, the whole family's up there. We moved back down here about, well, not back. We moved down here about 20 years ago when my job brought me down. And we've been down here since we retired and everything else like that. But I'm getting old. And, and, hell, I'm, the people I hang with, I'm the, I'm the baby. I'm
6: 74 years old. I'm the baby, so they're not going
11: to take care of
2: me. There you go. You know? so uh, well, that, I, I got to go home. That sounds like a great idea. Well, that sounds like a great idea, Chuck. Well, listen, we appreciate it. I'm glad you got you can hear us on the uh, portable app at 106.3, Extra 106.3, and uh, take us with you when you head north. And uh, and call anytime. by the way. The phones still work up there, too. Yeah. <laughs>
11: yeah. <laughs> you all take care. Wonderful job. Thanks a lot.
2: You're very kind. Thank you, Chuck. Nice to hear from you. Our phone number, we love phone calls four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three banana. banana <laughs> <laughs> Chuck 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 man, I used to do that, and now I oh, forgot that. how to do it. Oh my god! And what, what, what was the group? I can't remember the group. Oh my god.
3: In a group, it was, a, it was just a thing a people did. Yeah, it was like a, was a kind of a, No,
2: but it was uh, a, there was a, song, song, a but, uh, song. But it was like the Sherrells or the Chiffons or somebody who did it. Little Eva. I mean, it was one of those groups who did the Banana Man and Four Five Five. It's a song. It's a rock and roll song. It was the number one song. Sure. I, I'm like, it's Banana banana Fofa, uh, uh, fee 5 Fofa. Just nod your head, Flounder. It's, uh, here's the way your you're talking. Here, she starts talking to describe how to do it. Here's what you do. You take the first syllable, and you put it in the second, and then the second syllable, and the sound's like this. And they like, that was the name of the song. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Lincoln. Lincoln, Fofi Lincoln.
11: Come on,
2: it's kind of hard to flesh. Terrible quality. Is that off the of YouTube or something? Yeah, it's a live recording. Uh, Oh, sorry, but she describes how you do it, and I still don't know, and I listen to it, and I still don't know. <laughs> the fee-fi and the foe and then the th- I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, uh, the 60s were weird, man. <laughs> that had to be like 66 or something, right? Does it say in there wrong. I'm sorry, Flounder. Probably Let me find again. out. I'm sorry. You already put it away. Uh, 356 with a Kimmer, Pete, and uh, Flounder. Um, it's a bum bum. No, we're so wait. Okay, four again, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty one two three zero. If you just joined us, uh, Donald Trump wasn't here to defend himself, but he basically came away unscathed and maybe the winner of last night's actual Republican debate with Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, and that's a few days before the Iowa caucus, which is a, a which is their version of a primary. It's kind of a different thing. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm really not sure what the difference I mean, I know what the difference is, but I'm not sure it makes a difference in who they pick for a candidate. Uh, people are talking about how, how they, you know, you, you go uh, align yourself with one of the delegates or something. I, I don't know. I really don't know how they work it or why they do it, but it's coming up in a few days. It's magic. Yeah, it's quite, sort of magic. Uh, anyway, uh, and Fonda, do we have time for a soundbite thing? You want to do a little funny here? We'll do a funny here. Let's do a funny one. Come back. Well, after the top of the news, uh, we'll do some uh, some stuff on the town hall and, and the uh, debate last night. Too, this and is and a gentleman
4: face. by the name of Kevin Fitzgerald.
5: Uh, all right, sir. I'm a veterinarian in Denver, and and because of the law change, we're seeing one marijuana dog a day. The poor things—they eat the edibles, they eat the cookies and the brownies. You know, and it's sad. I mean, the half life for a person, 26 hours. Half life for a dog, 96 hours. You can put them in any position, like Gumby. You know, they're just the poor things. I, I, I don't even really know what I think about marijuana. I'm, I'm Irish. I mean, if we ever discovered marijuana before we discovered whiskey. Well. <laughs> I tell you, Irish dance can be very different. You know, we, we must even use our
2: hands. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Richardson? Kevin Fitzgerald. Some of the listeners sent me that. Kevin I Fitzgerald and Gerald Fitzkevin. I think it was a couple of uh, gay Irish guys. <laughs> Sorry. <The> incredible <laughs> gay duo. <laughs> Anyway, you know, it's, it's, it's very possible. Uh, Three fifty-eight coming up. We'll talk. We'll, we'll do some stuff from the debate last night between Desantis and Nikki Haley. First of all, this this I shouldn't surprise you when I tell you that in Canada, the police in Quebec or is it Quebec are warning people in the Canadian province that if you have video, like a doorbell camera or something, if you have video on your porch and someone steals your packages off your porch and you post that video to say, hey, anybody know this guy because he stole my packages, you're going to jail. If you post the video, the police have warned you that they are violating the private life of alleged thieves. You can't post a video because in Canada, quote, we have a presumption of innocence and you will face oh, potential insane. defamation charges. If you get proof somebody might have stolen something, call the police and give it to the police. We'll bring that person to justice. You cannot post the images yourself because the presumption of innocence in posting that picture would be a violation of the private life of the thief. (laughs) Of of the thief. Violating his privacy of stealing your
3: package. Mm. It's more uh, proof of the fall of Western civilization that all the government cares about is protecting the criminal
2: yeah. and not the victim. And in Canada, remember, they went after the truck drivers who did the boycott thing and took away their money and took away their credit cards so they couldn't get gas in their trucks. Canada, what the hell's going on up there? No free speech. My God. Four o'clock. Come repeat. Finally, here we go. Here we go.
1: No case, only Brady, Fox News, that bottom line from former President Trump holding a news conference as his civil fraud trial winds down in New York, one of multiple cases he calls election interference. It's
10: all, it's all a conspiracy to try and get Biden, who can't put two sentences together, trying to get him into office.
1: The New York Attorney General says Trump and his business defrauded banks and insurance companies for years by inflating asset values. The judge already found Trump liable for some fraud before the trial began. That is already under appeal. Boeing's quality control is now under federal investigation after a piece flew off an Alaska Airlines jet last week.
8: The FAA's investigation will focus on whether Boeing failed to ensure completed products conformed to its approved design and were in a condition for safe operation in federal compliance. After the Alaska Airlines mishap and after United Airlines also found loose hardware or bolts in the assembly of the door plugs in their aircraft. Boeing says it'll fully cooperate with the investigation as the Max 9 jets for now remain grounded.
1: Fox's Jeff the FAA probe is separate from the NTSB investigation of Friday's blowout. Rapper-turned-country star Jelly Roll testifies at a Senate hearing about the fentanyl crisis.
8: I've attended more fuel- And I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly, deeply, in my soul, good people not just drug addicts.
1: The Grammy winner and former drug dealer telling lawmakers he wants to be part of the solution. Congress focusing in part on how to stop the illegal flow of fentanyl into the U.S., where it's often a deadly addition to counterfeit painkillers. Inflation comes in higher than expected, and that sent stocks lower. But at the bell, the Dow up 15 points. America is listening to Fox News.
3: The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets
7: today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by texting the word PROTECT to 989898. Do this right now. Text PROTECT to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required.
9: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy to rack slide, easy to control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15 round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacities may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and
2: regulations. 403. <laughs> How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder and Led Zeppelin. It was on this day in 1975. Led Zeppelin played their first concert in 18 months when they appeared at the Rotterdam-Holland Ahoy Club. Played one of two warm-up shows for their upcoming North American tour in 1975. Their set, Led Zeppelin, included new songs, Sick Again, The Rain Song, Cashmere, No Quarter, and Trampled Underfoot. Well, what, what do we got here, Flounder? What's this possible? Uh, this is Cashmere. Cashmere.
11: Top of days, which
3: this is just not a, not
2: pleasant music what is wrong with you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's, not, ah. it's not nice music. It's just, it's just annoying. It's just insane. Yeah, it's not up there with Fafuma,
3: Mama, 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 Dama Mama, Mama, Mama. Yeah,
2: that's right. Um, bop, Jeez. you remember that? bop, bop, um, bop. Yeah, yeah, that's music. More Hanson Brothers. That's up there with Vivaldi <laughs> and yeah, Strauss <laughs> and Mozart and Beethoven. All of yeah, them. Yeah, how about Be My Baby? How about that? A little Lindor. You know, Hanson uh, Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> Little Eva, Locomotion. Anyway, Front 404. List. Our birthdays include uh, Vicky Peterson, who is with the Bengals. Vicky Peterson is 66 years old today. <laughs> and on this day, <laughs> on this day in history, 2008. Oh, I remember 2008 on this day. Yeah, I remember where the money went. Yeah, the fallout from the subprime scandal disaster. Bank of America announces it'll be buying the soon-to-be-foreclosed countrywide financial for over $4 billion. Uh, B of A would then be the largest mortgage lender and loan servicer in the country. 2008, yes, I remember. Watching those greenbacks just go, buh-bye, off we go. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, people will still like you, except they won't. Uh, 405, Kimber Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? 404-741-1230. 741-1230. I have an update on American Bandstand. We talked about it yesterday and, the, uh, and, and whether it was a, a show that I used to see every day after school as a kid. And it was, and now I can prove it because I got the stuff. A couple things from last night. I do a little newsy stuff from last night here. And again, Holy Crap at Sports is coming up. Pete Tweets is coming up. We have a lot of things going on here. More uh, Flounders funnies. Donald Trump wasn't there, but it was a slugfest between the other two trying to take his job or the current job by President Showers with Daughter. Rhonda DeSantis, Nikki Haley sharing the stage. Just the two of them because Chris Christie, you heard him uh, on this uh, radio station a little while ago. On our program, say why he was not going to be running. Well, it was, uh, they call it here, verbal fireworks igniting moments into the debate. Uh, Words like mealy-mouthed. Uh, uh, <laughs> a couple of key phrases. Uh, let's start with uh, Ron DeSantis, founder. I guess uh, we'll do Ron DeSantis first, and then maybe do a little Nikki Haley. This is from again. I did not. i, I, I total admission. I don't feel guilty about it at all. If I were st- if I were a news anchorman, if I were still doing the news, I would have watched it all. I would have uh, videotaped Donald Trump's town hall and watched that all too. But these days, I don't. I'm not going to watch it because I don't care what. It doesn't matter what they say live on the thing. If it's something. I I need to know. I'll know it the next morning. And plus, they are, they're not going to change my mind. Nothing, nothing's going to change my mind about Donald Trump or these two people. So anyway, this is, a, this is a, one of the little highlight things of what happened last night. First, Rhonda DeSantis on the debate stage on Fox.
7: Now, uh, Nikki Haley and I have a disagreement on the BLM stuff, too, because she tweeted during this period of time that the death of George Floyd should be, quote, personal and painful for each and every American. But people in Iowa had nothing to do with that, or Florida or South Carolina. She was virtue signaling to the left. She was accepting the narrative, uh, and she was trying to impress people who were never going to like us. I never bought into going after the police. We back the blue to Thank the you, Hilton Governor state DeSantis. of Florida. And we're, he- we're-, we're about lower crime as a result <laughs> of that. Thank you, Governor
2: Okay, now, he also said uh let's see he said uh he charged that haley was a quote mealy mouth politician who just tells you what she thinks you want to hear just to try to get your vote and then uh he touted a campaign website that he has of opposition research clips of nikki haley and he knocked her for quote suffering from ballistic podiatry shooting herself in the foot Well, (laughs) Nikki Haley fought back, and here's a little something from Nikki last night in the debate, too.
1: You can go to DeSantisLies.com and look at all of those. There's at least two dozen lies that he's told about me, and you can see where fact-checkers say exactly what's going to happen and exactly why it's wrong. So it will cover the fact that he's only mad about the donors, because the donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his his campaign is exploding. You're going to see the fact that he has switched his um, policies multiple times, and we'll call that out tonight. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night.
2: <laughs> that was her key moment, too. Don't turn it into a drinking game because you'll be overserved. And again, this was at <laughs> the, the Drake University campus in Iowa. <laughs> Pretty funny. Anyway, they went, and again, um, I, I don't think it would be a problem. Uh, Donald Trump has already said he knows who he's going to pick for vice president. He didn't say who it was. And when asked whether any of the candidates currently running against him would be on the list, he said, sure, but it wouldn't be Chris Christie. And Chris Christie, last night, we played his comment a little while ago, uh, announcing why he's not going to run because he knows he can't win. And then he said he's going to do everything in his power to make sure Donald Trump doesn't win the election either. And I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. At, at, at the at the worst, he should have said something like, well, uh, I know Donald Trump's not going to pick me on the ticket and we sure disagree about things. And I, you know, I'll do all I can for the Republican Party, even though I think he may not be the best candidate to take on the Democrats. Something like that to say, he, you know what I mean? It doesn't destroy the party. I mean, this is unbelievable.
4: Bobby's on the line, and he has uh, two critical points he wants to criticize Trump on.
2: Excellent. Uh, let's take him now. Five, uh, 410, 410, with Bobby, you're on the radio. Welcome aboard. What's up?
8: Hey, Cameron, how are you doing? Yes, sir. Um, so uh, two things I've never heard, well, at least publicly, and you, you never hear anybody say anything about it, uh, because if you're leaning to the right... It's almost like a crime to criticize Trump. And if you lean to the left, you really are kind of happy about the things I'm going to criticize him about. The first thing is, uh, as we know, um, Trump ran on law and order, right? Um, But that last summer there was the most lawless summer in my lifetime uh, as a millennial there. So 1990 to uh, what, uh, 2019, 2020, um, was the absolute most lawless time. Like half the country burned down. And Trump
0: was president.
2: He ran on law and order. Whoa, was, whoa, 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 <laughs> so, whoa, well, Again, who was doing the burning down and the rioting again? Was that MAGA Republicans, was it? Or, oh, no, I don't think so. Okay,
8: okay, sure, sure. No, you're correct. He
2: wanted to shut but. down the riots. They wouldn't let him. He tried to call out the National Guard. Can't do it. He tried to protect churches. Yeah. Can't do it. I mean, every time he turned around, yeah. can't do it or he's sure. going to be a Nazi. It was the Democrats well, responsible it, for it what's all. The
8: point: If he can't do it, then what's the point on running on law and order if you're ultimately neutered? Right,
2: but okay. so people know so, where right. you stand. I mean, and the people who did this are wrong, and, and the people who voted for Democrats are the one who allowed this to happen. Hell, the Vice President, yeah. Carmela shiftless and Lazy, right. bailed him out of jail. Yes,
7: yes, <laughs> so, I mean, what's um, Trump no, supposed I, to do I about that? To that?
2: I don't have a problem um, with Trump running on law and order and then having the de- entire Democrats all across America uh, throw it in his face. I mean, a man did everything he could. And I, I appreciate the fact that he's, you know, he, you know, we know what he stands for. And it was the Democrats. Anyway, so uh, uh, he ran on law and order, but he wasn't able to stop the Democrats. OK, what's your second one?
8: OK, the second one is um, the covid lockdowns that he was very much for. um in my view, that is absolute tyranny. Um, and when, let's say, uh, there are only two governors, well, there's only one governor who did it right, South Dakota. She didn't lock it down at all, which is the only actual thing that you were supposed to do is not it, lock yeah. down. Well, the
2: they country, also have 9,000 right? people in the entire state, so it's not like it's New York City yeah. everywhere. New Montana yeah, yeah, South Dakota. Who,
8: who cares? It's, a, it's an airborne respiratory virus. You're not going to get it to go away. But that's, that's neither here nor there. It's, it's tyranny of the state. And Kemp, Governor Kemp, was the uh, second best because he said two weeks. And then when two weeks was up, he said, no, okay, I'm done being a tyrant. I've been tyrant for too long, two weeks. That's enough. And then, of course, you know, Atlanta didn't, you know, they kept wanting to do it. But that's but but Kemp, he said, no, no, no. And then and then uh, Trump. And then he's like, no, he starts criticizing Kemp for not wanting to be a tyrant. And that's wrong.
2: Well, I I, I have a serious problem with that. uh, Well, I'm not sure. Legitimately call him a tyrant. uh, Let's say this. We just found out. Wait a minute. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We just found out this week. In fact, yesterday that Fauci's been lying through his butt about all of this stuff. That six feet apart business. He made it up. There, There was no evidence about anything he made. He lied about this stuff. He's been lying about the whole thing. Nobody knew what to do. The policy under under. Uh, 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 President Trump was the brand new thing. No one's ever gone through this before. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew about Intervectin and all this stuff. And everybody was complaining about what we should do and what's the best thing to do and the research and the pharmacies and all that stuff. And, and, uh, but the, now that we know a lot more, this is still the worst policy ever under this current Democratic administration. So, I mean, everybody got it wrong. I can't hold that against Trump. Uh, Nobody I'm knew what saying, to do. I'm
8: not, saying tr- I'm not saying the Democrats did it right. I'm not saying that. Yeah.
2: Well, um, I see so you can't hold because, it against one guy know, when they were all wrong.
8: Yes, yes. But, but to me, that's um, shut, like having the economy shut down, shutting down the country and being for that because of a sickness is unacceptable. Well,
2: the Democrats did that in Congress. The Democrats passed a policy in Congress to have people stay home and give them money. That was not Republicans. That was Democrats. Anyway, well, again, I appreciate so. your oh, points, but not, again... He
8: put his name on the check. I mean, well, remember, right? uh,
2: okay, but, ne- 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 well, but neither one of those reasons is why I would not vote for Donald Trump. It just shows more of the reason you don't want to vote for a Democrat. But, thank- I, Bobby, I, you call any time.
8: I, I was saying about voting. I was saying criticism. I got so. you. Criticizing him because... Okay. Thank you very
2: much. I appreciate it. And call any time. 414, Kimber Pete, and Flounder, uh, 106.3. Look out.
7: Time for the Bortz Report, exclusively on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk
9: station, Extra 1063. Well, let's put a few facts on the table here before I start this rant. Not my truth, but facts. Yes, if Donald Trump is the nominee, I will vote for him, as things stand now. No, I don't want him to be the nominee. I believe it would be the destruction of the Republican Party, which at this point is probably well-deserved. Having said that, I want to once again complain about the way the mainstream Democrat media treats Donald Trump. Yes, he's a jerk. But then so are these writers, producers, and editors of the Democrat media who continue to twist truth when it comes to reporting on the Donald the latest, Donald Trump says he hopes the economy crashes in 2024. Well, that sounds pretty damning, doesn't it? But is that all that he said? You read the media, you look at the newscasts, you would think that Donald Trump just up and said, well, I hope the economy crashes in 2024. That's not what he said. What he did say was when the economy crashes, and he's assuming that that's going to happen, he hopes it will happen in 2024 so Biden can take the blame and it won't be put on Donald Trump. A perfectly reasonable desire. It was a statement about the timing of a recession or a crash, and anybody running for president would be perfectly logical in saying, well, if it's going to happen, I hope it happens under the current president, and not when I'm in office. That puts a little bit of a different light on it, doesn't it? But don't look to the media to make that clear to you. Neil Bortz, 1063. The holidays have come
6: and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. Instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company who shares your values. A company who isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company who is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what thousands of others have done. Switch to Pure Talk. Just dial pound 250 and say keyword save now, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting by to serve you. Dial pound 250 and say keyword save now. Now to be connected now. Again, dial pound 250 and say save now to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Horizon Background Screening is a fully licensed and insured private investigations firm that focuses on litigation
7: support for law firms, criminal defense cases, and background investigations. We are also F.C.R.A. compliant and process pre-employment background checks, tenant screening, and background checks for volunteer organizations. Whether your business is a law firm needing anything from scene investigations to witness interviews, or a company that requires pre-employment background checks, we have the experience you need. Visit HorizonScreening.com to learn more. That's Horizon. Riscreening True Prep on Cobb Parkway is your one-stop shop for emergency preparedness supplies, including freeze-dried food, water filtration, first aid, and more. They also have a large selection of firearms, including a huge selection of AR-15s, firearm accessories, and ammo at the lowest prices around. They are locally owned and operated. You can visit their store in Marietta, on Cobb Parkway, or online at trueprep.com. That's T-R-U, Prep.com. Prepare today for a worry-free tomorrow at True Prep.
2: 419. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder. Da, da, da. Got a storm coming. Apparently, it's going to get really windy and uh, bad windy stuff coming overnight and into tomorrow. So, we'll keep you posted. Again, our local audience, obviously. Uh, 419. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Is a Stones here? I don't know. What, what song is this, here, yes, Flounder? sir?
0: Flounder.
7: Here, so, this is Love is, is
2: Strong. Love is Strong? I don't think I know this song. Yeah. I'll play a little bit here. Wailing guitars of the 70s. That's a, good it's a harmonica. That was a harmonica, <laughs> railing a harmonica sound in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so there, <laughs> who can't play the harmonica? Hell, we used to play the comb. Remember in school, we used to play. Yeah, PJ, we used to play the comb. Put a Kleenex over a comb and go for and you could play the damn thing. Remember that? Is that a Is that a euphemism? No. Did you ever? Didn't you ever do that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Anyway, this is the Stones. 1973. It was confirmed that the forthcoming Rolling Stones tour of Japan in 1973 had been canceled. Even though they had sold a record breaking number of tickets. Mick Jagger, again, this is 73. Mick Jagger had earlier been informed he was banned from entering the country because of a drug conviction. And they wouldn't even, because he was convicted somewhere else, it wouldn't even let him in. Gee, we should have some kind of immigration problem in America. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Uh, let's see. 420. Our birthday list today? Mm <clears> hmm. <throat> Include oh it just lost my, I was going to tell about a thing on my phone oh I got to get back and it goes to black uh, our birthday list includes Dawn Lynn Dawn Lynn is sixty one you don't know the name you may may know the face Dawn Lynn was Dodie on my three sons and her brother is Leif Garrett. Uh, L e i f. Uh, everybody calls it Life. Garrett. He was a singer and uh, TV guy. He was on a whole bunch of movies and TV shows in the seventies. Life. And it's, life. It's, it's actually. I looked it up life. to be sure. I looked it up and he did an interview. And I saw the interview. And he pronounces his name Laith. L a y. Laith Garrett. And then, but but yeah. because it's spelled L E I F, some people call it life, but it's Leif, Garrett. Never and, heard uh,
3: anyone besides you
2: is little call it s- life. Oh, well, now just a minute! I, I can't. I, I'm the, well. I get once again, Lacy. I stand out from the crowd. No question about it. Leif
3: Erickson. Leif Who
2: Erickson. Life Erickson. Well, I, I might have called him by, by mistake. Four twenty one. Shut up. All right. A couple things. <laughs> <It's>
7: Play <laughs> the <Just, of> harmonica.
2: <laughs> just eat me. How about that? Uh, Flounder <laughs> uh, Tells us that Whataburger... burger. Plans to open an Atlanta location on Cobb Parkway next week. It'll be yeah. the 1,000th location in America. Do we know where on Cobb Parkway?
3: Yeah, it's down hope, right down the road from
2: Near the Battery? I would assume it'd yes. be near the Battery, wouldn't it? That's where all the people oh, go. Yeah. Oh, just, right, it's just less to, than a mile. Just north of the perimeter, which is a perfect location for people getting on and no, off. No, no, like it's south. It's
3: just, it's just south, I think. It's oh, oh it's south of the perimeter. It's just south. I mean, we're talking like just we're south, fifth, down by the Chick Fil uh, A. And, and what's everything. that? What's
2: that mall over there on the on the west side?
3: Yeah, it's just south uh, of the Galleria.
2: Galleria, yeah. Okay, well, that, that, yeah. and next week, uh, the, one, the number 1,000 restaurant. Cool, a Whataburger. Yes. And also, um, uh, something more with Pete on, on the Fauci business from yesterday. Again, uh, you know, this guy, is he's, he's, everybody, okay, the man's a liar. He was making it up. He made himself mm-hmm. a... He was the, the highest-paid employee of the federal government, more than the president by three times what the president makes. And he had money in stock mm-hmm. yeah. in the big pharma. Well, I, no, I can't believe that
3: yeah so he had been, this, this should have been a huge story. It should yeah. be the biggest story. Dr. Fauci admitted to Congress yesterday, this is one of the, the just several things he lied about. The whole six foot social distancing rule that you know, you walked into Kroger and there were little footprints yeah. on the floor yeah. where you had yeah. to Yeah, follow the foot, man. Yeah. The and they had
2: bar, they had bar, actual uh, stripes to go make sure you didn't cross over the stripe ahead of the guy in front of you. It was yeah. unbelievable.
3: And, and they scared the Democrats and the pansies, but I repeat myself, to the point where if you got anywhere near them, they would yeah. shriek at you and yeah. go nuts and crazy and wear plastic all over him. Yeah. He said the six foot social distancing rule completely made up, had zero scientific basis. So Robert Kennedy Jr. tweeted, more made up science. If you doubted it back then, you were ridiculed as anti science, censored, silenced. Now it becomes clear trust the science really means obey authority.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, and he got he caught. under indictment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, again, I, well, there, I think there, he may be. I, I think the Congress is still trying to get him under oath. Uh, to Why did they do the six-foot thing?
3: If, if they knew it wasn't going to work, why did they do it?
2: Yeah. I, 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 uh, because it, you know why? Because it sounded like they were doing something effective. Because he said, this is going to be better for you, my friends, and I'm the guy who told you, so praise me for saving lives in America. That's why they did it. So they could take credit for something because nobody could prove. And, and well, remember when they first came out, we're getting a phone call here. Is that Brandon? Come on, just one second. Yeah, Brandon, he wants uh, to talk about this as well. Okay, good. Hold on just one second. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going No, Oh, the masks. The, the guy said, no, wait a minute. You, you put on those cloth masks, that just holds it in. If you get the mucus yeah. coming through in the air, it's, it keeps it in there. It's, it's not helping you. It's hurting you. This was power. <laughs> this was a power trip. He
3: made billions of people do something just by uttering syllables in front of a television camera. Imagine yeah. the power trip he got off yeah. of that. Yeah, at
2: all. Uh, 425. Brendan's on the phone with us. Hey, my man, what's going on? Welcome aboard.
7: Hey there. Happy Thursday. Thank uh, you. Re- what, what, what was interesting was about six or nine months, maybe, gosh, a year ago now, on a quarterly conference call, Moderna admitted that during that, I think it was a year ago, during the quarter, they paid $400 million to the NIH, which is the parent parent agency of Fauci's NIAID or whatever, yep. for royalty catch-up. Yep. And then going forward from there, they were going to pay Fauci's agency um, a low single-digit percentage cut of every Moderna COVID shot sale. So there's your answer. And the interesting part also is, If you go back to October of 19, there was a big roundtable. You can still find it under universal flu vaccine on C-SPAN where Fauci and a bunch of other nuts talk about they're really frustrated and they want to roll out mRNA-type tech for new shot technology. But unfortunately, it takes 10 years, so it would be best to have some sort of emergency emerge from uh, the Far East in order to have an emergency and terrify everybody.
2: Well, you know, I I don't think we're a, even close to getting to the bottom of it, including China's role. Sure. But remember, remember, Dr. Uh, scarf Neck Girl uh, eventually admitted that she was making stuff up, too. It was just all it was all a bunch of lies. I mean, I remember well, her admitting. You know?
7: I, I think the big I think the biggest issue with those two nuts is they they came of age in the heyday of their fight against AIDS, which clearly is completely a different animal than something that spreads by breathing, and we destroyed the world by letting them
2: try and stop a cold virus as if it was AIDS. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, again, I remember the president of the World Health Organization was involved in a scandal over in Africa someplace uh, with, a, with a disease a disaster like this one. And so they made him the boss and then we get linked with China and they deny all the culpability there. And I mean, it's just uh, what a mess. And at least we're getting more information out. And, and uh, thank you, too, for, t- for calling about this because some people have to know this stuff. And, they, and boy, they come out with another, you know, let's get some more vaccines and some more boost my god <laughs> and, yeah, talk, please talk to your <laughs>
7: legislator talk to your legislator this might be the last chance to have a session where we say no more public health experts ever again
2: yeah uh brandon thanks man i really appreciate it uh, uh kim repeat and flounder show 427
3: got a uh, little breaking news here all right
2: sir uh
3: According to the Daily Mail, Hunter Biden is pleading not guilty to his nine federal tax
2: charges. Ah, yes. He's in court in California. And this is where uh, the criminal case stems from the special counsel, David Weiss. This is the guy I don't trust at all. David Weiss was the guy who originally made a deal with Hunter Biden and his lawyers to let him get out of all the major felonies, which he has skipped. Which he, he, he let him get away with it. And then they made a deal to let him get away with all the rest of it. And thank God that girl judge in Rhode Island or wherever it was uh, was a Delaware uh, said, no, 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 this stinks to high heavens. And then Weiss got caught saying, okay, well, we'll we'll have to go back and start over. And that's when they actually charged him with crimes. But he still let him get away. This guy, David Weiss, a prosecutor, special counsel, let him get away with all the major ones from the years he was getting under the table money from Burisma in Ukraine. He got away with it. And those are major years of tax avoidance years and, and colluding with foreign governments. He got away with all that stuff. Because of David Weiss making a deal with his co- with his uh, lawyers, and then when the judge said no, no, this is no, we can't do that, then all of a sudden, well, we're <laughs> now David Weiss is acting like a tough guy. I uh, says, well, you know, he, he evaded the assessment of taxes for the year 2018 in furtherance of the scheme. He subverted the payroll and tax withholding processes of his own company by withdrawing millions from the outside of the payroll tax withholding process it was designed to perform. Dot dot dot. So now he's Mister Tough Guy in court. Uh, and Hunter pleaded not guilty, and uh, Will, and Hunter's lawyer, this guy Abby Lowell, another hack, uh, he attacked Weiss over the charges, accusing him of bowing to republican pressure. Thank God he bow- he didn't have to he didn't bow he got caught by the judge. He didn't bow to anything. The judge got him. Mm-hmm. These dirty stinking liars! Again, here's the lawyer in court for Hunter Biden say it's the Republicans who are out to get Hunter Biden, and that's why Weiss is in there at court today. Has nothing to do with it. He was in court today because a uh, God bless her, the female girl judge in Delaware said, "No, no, you're not getting away with this." That's why he's in court today. He got away with everything because his name is Biden. Just the exact opposite of having a, uh, being charged because of Republicans. He got away with everything else because he's a Democrat named Biden. So kiss my ass, Abby Lowell, counselor. God, what, what a bunch of scumbags! I mean, really, this, this is just freaking appalling. All right, well, I blew that whole segment. For <laughs> <Well>, look out, <laughs> it's Jimmy. <laughs> da 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 da. 1967, the Jimi Hendrix Experience recorded Purple Haze. In London, Jimi Hendrix later stated Purple Haze was about a dream he had that he was walking under the sea. In his concert, Jimi Hendrix would sometimes substitute lyrics for comic effect, much like Elvis would do. And he said, uh, for example, excuse me while I kiss the sky was rendered, excuse me while I kiss this guy, gesturing toward his drummer, Mitch Mitchell. Like that. (laughs) Pretty good timing there, Flounder. (laughs) What a country. Anyway, Jimi Hendrix Experience, 1967. Our uh, birthday list. Oh, wait a minute, I don't have my birthday list in front of me. That was bad. Here we go. Our birthday list includes uh, Mary J. Blige. Is 53 today. Mary's a singing girl, as I recall. Uh, and on this day in history, uh, let's oh, I this is weird. Uh 1770. 1770. The first shipment of rhubarb was sent to the new colonies from London. You guys ever had rhubarb? Pete Davis? Yeah. Don't don't care for it. Flounder? Oh, I'm sorry. He's in the back doing phone call stuff. No, I've never. What, never had, what is it? Uh, rhubarb. It's a. It's a stalk. Like it looks like celery, but it's bigger, and it's kind of kind of red green in it, and it's a it's sort of a bitter uh, vegetable. I don't believe I've had it. rhubarb. Well, uh, growing up as a kid, for some reason, I remember rhubarb. I think was growing wild in our. Subdivision and again as a baby boomer, um, our house was brand new. The whole subdivisions were all brand new after you know in nineteen fifty or fifty one or two or whatever. Uh, as a little boy, uh, so everything was still a lot of wilderness and uncut trees and fields and things like that. And, and I remember we used to have rhubarb somewhere nearby, and my parents would make a strawberry rhubarb pie. And the reason they made strawberries in it because rhubarb is bitter. It's really kind of and I don't know why we ever did it, but I remember, I didn't like it. But rhubarb came over to America the first time in 1770 from London. <laughs> Man. Anyway. Uh, 336. Is that a, a, a phone thing or are you still working on that, uh, Flounder? A phone call?
4: Swatoom yeah, on, on the line.
2: line. Swatoom uh, with us, uh, Kimmer and Flounder. Uh, welcome aboard, my friend. What's going on?
0: Hey, what's up, yes, sir? Uh I'm calling about all these polls about uh, saying that Trump is like a couple points ahead of the Biden. Yeah. Uh, i I think they're all wrong and i'll tell you why because today now with the twitter or x we have actually somebody fact-checking biden compared to the previous time yeah and now that i don't think they're calculating twitter uh, now being free as much as it can be free platform and that probably gives the trump even maybe double digits lead you know, this stuff.
2: I also wonder whether, remember the last time we, we caught the Department of Justice and specifically uh, the, uh, the uh, suspected Russia, uh, Russian agent, uh, Christopher the Cossack Ray from Atlanta, the FBI, uh, federal Gestapo investigation director. They were caught having meetings with, with Facebook and YouTube and, all, and, and uh, the uh, former Twitter and all these guys to make sure that they were not allowed to talk about information which would hurt the Democrats. <laughs> and remember, I mean, that, that was, it was all over the place. They they used to have meetings. They had meetings out in Las Vegas someplace or like a ski resort or something about how to make sure that the so-called misinformation from Republicans didn't get aired on social media and in the mainstream media. So, you know, if they can't pull that off again this time, maybe the exact results will be maybe a little more even and a little more fair, a little more accurate. I'm hoping.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Also, the TikTok right now, instead of the banning your video, they actually remove the sound of your video. So nobody can hear what you're saying. Oh, is that right? That. Yeah, they removed the, they removed the video when I said that to, we live in the not white supremacy country. We live in the uh, transgender supremacy country, and they removed sound off of my video.
2: They, they took the sound away from your video, complaining about transgender yeah. America. Oh, on TikTok. Oh my! Well, it's run yeah. by the communist Chinese. They don't want you and to say but, anything that would hurt their people.
0: <laughs> but Kimer also. Biden was right about the Russian collusion for you know voting for Trump uh, I know, I know for fact that my Russian-American friend voted for Trump.
2: So. <laughs> it's collusion, all right. Hey, it's fine, yeah. too. We have a great day, man. <laughs> I gotta go. Right You're by. killing me. Uh, three five four four uh, four thirty nine. I got it right over here. Four thirty nine. Uh, with a camera and Flounder. All right, uh, Pete had a good suggestion. We got Pete's tweets coming up. Flounder, let's do this. Uh, let's read. Uh, oh, oh, first of all, I'm going to read the story real quick, and then we're going to play the Donald Trump sound. From uh, the courthouse, not the one uh, from the uh, town hall, but from the courthouse. And again, uh, Donald Trump. This uh, this is the latest version of this. Donald Trump says his legal woes were a Biden Democrat Party setup, a new form of cheating. And in court today, uh, he did he did hold a news conference after the closing arguments. But in court today, uh, in the Letitia James business, where the, he inflate, supposedly inflated the cost of his building to get a loan and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, he stood up, and the judge had told him he was not allowed to be part of the closing arguments, but he did it anyway. Uh, and the, I'm trying to the latest on the judge. The judge apparently told him, to, uh, told the lawyer to control your client. Uh, but So Donald Trump started speaking anyway when he stood up in court despite the judge's ruling. And here's, uh, during one of the breaks, here's what Donald Trump had to say about this whole persecution of him today in New York.
10: Uh, they don't have any facts. They don't have any evidence against us. Millions and millions of pages years of litigation and all politically motivated she campaigned on a, I will get Trump if you've ever seen any of the uh, seen any of her clips they're horrible clips actually the anger she's got serious Trump derangement syndrome there's no <laughs> question about it. Letitia James the corrupt attorney General of New York.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, he's, he's been laying it on the line, and again, there's no way that any uh, the, and the judge has already ruled against him. They're just deciding how much to find him. I can't believe that any of this is going to be uh, is going to be allowed to stand. All this is going to be overturned. Every every one of these cases. And again, I haven't heard any Republican in Georgia say anything about going after uh, the home homewrecker uh, Fannie uh, uh, uh who hired her boyfriend uh, as soon she hired him, and then he filed for divorce. as after she broke up his. Home uh, the next day. Anyway, well, and nobody's in Georgia saying anything about going after her and the, the corruption trial and having that be thrown out from the very beginning. Uh, let's do one more Donald Trump thing here. While we're at it, Flounder, if you don't mind, let's do the, com- uh, the comment from him uh, from the town hall with uh, with uh, Martha McCallum and Brett Baer last night. Uh, Brett was setting up one of the questions from uh, him and the audience as Donald Trump told uh, what's going on in America today.
10: A lot of time talking about retribution. And so there are questions about how much a second term of a Donald Trump presidency, second term, would be about retribution and looking backwards and grievances, and how much would be looking forward? Well, first of all, a lot of people would say that that's not so bad. Look what they did. Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The FBI Twitter hoax. The 51 intelligence agents hoax. All of these different hoaxes that they did. I mean, you know, a lot of people would say that's probably quite normal. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution.
2: And again, you know, Donald Trump doesn't need to be campaigning against his opponents. And he also did say he has picked his candidate. He knows who it's going to be. I'm going to get the exact quote here. And Martha tried to get him to give her some hints. And she said, what about about any of the people you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with any of them? And Trump said, oh, sure, I will, I will. I've already started to like Christie better. And Flounder, if you will, let's get the Chris Christie bite here, too. Sorry, man, he's running around like crazy. Got another phone call right here, I think, too. Uh, uh, Chris Christie made this. This is why Donald Trump now, last night, said, I like uh, Chris Christie a lot better than I used
8: to. Because I want to promise you this. I am going to make sure that in no way do I enable... Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. That, that, that's more important than my own personal ambition. There you go. They uh,
2: I mean, love it. They, all the there's, pe- there's
3: 14 people there. I, yeah,
2: I know. But still, I mean, I, I he's just – I think he hurt himself as much as anybody. I mean, if your opinion of Chris Christie is better than it used to be now, I, I, it has to be worse. I mean, what, I just what, the fact that he pulled this Kimmer. stunt – He's been a plant
3: for the Biden administration and MSNBC and Morning Joe from the very beginning well, of this. He uh, knew he wasn't going to win. His whole thing is to be in there to get rich and famous again on MSNBC and also help the Democrats because he's probably getting something under the table.
5: Well,
2: I, 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 I can't. I don't I, I don't want to believe it. I mean, I, I, I can't Why? believe it. Well, I, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I, I don't believe that there's such a conspiracy that the Democrats went to Chris, Christie and said, hey, we want you to be on our side. So do whatever you can to blast Trump and that will make you rich. I just don't believe it what, i mean he's why acting you like believe it.
3: that huh oh my god well I, first of all it's chris christie yeah i know and, and secondly it's the democrats well i know who basically stole an election well and you don't think they would do this
2: well and i guess i guess you know you look at what, what's that girl who uh, lost her seat uh, the uh, mitchell or uh, the uh, oh christ the, the the daughter of the former defense secretary who got shot in the head by his hunting buddy The girl who lost her. She hates Trump. Uh, 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 Oh, my God. Cheney. Yeah, Cheney. Liz Cheney. Uh, And they turned her. uh, So maybe that is possible. I just I I just find it hard to freaking believe that he would deliberately try to sandbag the possible winner. Does he care less about his country winning the the seat of presidency to take care of his nation than he does about blasting his opponent in the race? as we've seen from both
3: sides it's all about getting your family generational wealth and you'll think you can ride out the storm i got news for you nobody's untouchable well, the storm's going to get everybody
2: yeah. I, I mean i i i just can't believe it i think this is so destructive i've never i've never seen anything like this i this 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 political campaign for the trump campaign and now this one here is the most outrageous political season we've uh, this oh. country's ever had because you grew up when Democrats
3: were were patriotic Americans. Democrats are now, and since the '60s, been Marxists. Yeah. And now they're running their party.
6: Yeah.
2: I I'm I, I, I'm so far out of the picture. I just I, this is just horrible to me. Uh, coming, if you'd like to join us, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. Coming up, a mom calling out the bullies about those stupid Stanley plastic drinking cups. Oh my god, all coming up also women raging against Sephora kids at the mall and Taylor Swift and Kelsey back in the news. All coming up 446 with the Kimmer Pete and Flounders. BANNED BY A BUNCH OF PEOPLE, THE KINGSMAN IN 1964. BY THE WAY, THE KINGSMAN, AND IN FACT, IN in DECEMBER OF 1964, I SAW THE KINGSMAN IN CONCERT MY FRESHMAN YEAR IN COLLEGE. 1964 and Louie 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 by the Kingsman was number one song in the cash box music chart in 1964 and this day. And for a long time, it was banned by American radio stations because some of the words were indecipherable. Some of the lyrics and were rumored to contain some naughty words. And it was like uh, run my fingers through her yellow hair was one of the ones that was misappropriated uh, there, apparently, among other things. Uh, even the FBI, back when they were a legitimate organization, investigated the song and concluded there was nothing wrong, and they looked at everything and heard everything, but it sounded a little kinky, and uh, so it was uh, something of a controversy for uh, for a long, long time. Uh, let's see, 449, with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. On this day, in two thousand twenty four years ago on this day, Gary Glitter was released from prison in britain after serving half of a four-month sentence for child pornography in february of 2015 again that was 2020 in 2015 gary glitter was sentenced to 16 years in prison for having sex with a 12-year-old fan and attempting to rape an eight-year-old and he's also charged with indecent assault he's incarcerated in her majesty's prison on the isle of Wight in newport Last February, that was in 2015. Last February, he was released, serving half his sentence, but then put back in prison a month later, for actually viewing downloaded images of children. He is set for a hearing later this month. Gary Glitter, good <laughs> grief! And what was his claim to fame? What was his song or his uh, band or whatever? Well, the, he did that. Uh, the the, the, the thing played for every go- sporting event or something. Is I that know, the one? I
3: forget the name of it.
2: Uh, Hmm. Flounder, do you know that oh, flounders in the back? Sorry, uh, we got we got a call What's with uh, Martin coming up. The, the Gary Glitter, what is he famous for? That song displayed at all the sporting events, or was that for Arrested Development? Or there was some may, a theme that uh, that he's involved with. I thought over and over, wasn't there some song he's affiliated with that people stopped playing because yeah. of it? Or hey,
3: something? hey, the Hey song, Rock yeah. and Roll Part Two.
2: Hey, hey, yeah, I I can't remember what it was, but I remember there was some kind of thing and people stopped playing. Anyway, whatever. Uh, 451. Sorry, (laughs) I got distracted. Martin's on the phone. Martin's on the radio. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. What's up?
5: It's time (laughs) to redeem yourself. I'm going to ask you two questions. Yes, sir. Do you trust the election process? No. Do you think Trump would win the election if he won 90 five percent of the popular vote
2: <laughs> i would think so it's, yes it's
5: your turn <laughs> we would all think so but we're in we're no longer in america
2: well you know uh, I, I it is isn't it pete davis you may find you may be able to correct me on this and martin also uh as my understanding that in the nation of india that when they have elections they still do it in one day and i think they do paper ballots or something very and they do it in one day and they have the results and there's no big deal and they got billions of people and i don't know what i mean i don't know why we don't go back to the you know to the simple balloting paper ballots and make it simple and this business with the drop boxes and mail out thing i mean it's a disaster that's not the what's a, you know it's not the way elections are supposed to be run it's too laziness. many opportunities for laziness and fraud
5: uh, well, for the paper for the paper ballot, we need to avoid the little chads,
2: yeah. and
5: just have the uh, circles that you draw the black in, yeah. I, I, ma- yeah, it's just plain and simple. And if they have to stop and slowly count it. You know, the election people, what, what better do they have to do other than overturn it?
2: <laughs> well, well, it just seems to me that it's obviously out of control. And the more technical they get, the more I don't trust it because I don't know anything about the technical stuff. I don't know how they, they, they'll they put together, the, the you know, digitize the votes and then put it into one streaming device or something. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah.
5: All right, Kim, last thing. Yes, sir. Uh, you uh, have mentioned these dates, and they keep going backwards and backwards. <laughs> So I'm, I'm curious. What part of 1800 were you born in? <laughs> I get easily well, distracted,
2: Martin. <laughs> Don't hold it against yeah, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, I got to go. You're good. killing me. All
3: right, man. Thank you, Martin. You know, uh, <laughs> one of these days, you're going to have to come out and make a statement
2: that you did not own slaves. No, I, <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> my, my buddies had them. I said, you know, geez, you know, it's, uh, buddy, get all no, you know. And a couple of them are hot, hot babes, you know. And they, you know, and a couple of those, you know, slave chicks. I mean, you know, when they want to be want to be the house slave, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were from Europe across the pond. Oh Lord, four fifty four. America's going nuts. And, and more videos. Have you seen the videos of the women, particularly, going crazy in Target, among other places, going after the pink Valentine's Day edition of the pinks, uh, the pink Stanley Cup drinking cups. What the hell are those? I mean things? riots, uh, trampling people, grabbing and cup. throwing people to the side and uh, crawling over them. It is unbelievable. And why? it's just it's because uh, they do. It, I well, I guess it was like Beanie Babies and you know, things have become uh, But but again, why the Stanley Cup that's pink for Valentine's Day? Why this Stanley Cup? I mean, it just somebody picked it out. I,
3: the Stanley Cup. Two days ago, I thought the Stanley Cup was the NHL trophy. Yeah. and now I'm finding out yeah. it's something that everybody's got to have. You don't have to have anything. Now,
2: I know. Well, there's a mom in a TikTok viral interview who has said, "Now wait a minute." Uh, her daughter went to school, and after the daughter was with at Walmart with the mom, the daughter the daughter said, "Oh, I love that that pink cup, mommy. Let's get that one." So she did. So the mom bought her a Walmart drinking cup, which is kind of a knockoff like the Stanley brand, okay? So the daughter went to school, and all of a sudden, as she came back from school and was very upset, again, this is the daughter is, I think, eight or nine or something like that, and the daughter came back from school very upset about the way that other girls were criticizing her knockoff cup. They made sure to let her know it wasn't a real Stanley. They said, that's fake, man. That's not cool. And then uh, the, the the mom started calling out the parents uh, failing to teach their kids with respect for other people who don't have all the trendy things. So what did the mom do? She went out and bought her the uh, expensive pink Stanley cup uh, because she, w- she, she said, well, two things. We're trying to teach our kids. They don't necessarily need the new thing. Things are earned. You have to work for things in your life. It doesn't start with The kids, it starts with us, the parents and the moms. What are we in the world teaching our kids? Uh, She said, however, I also don't want to see my daughter being left out or made fun of because she doesn't have the name brand, which is how I grew up. And so the mother did buy her the fancy one, but t- t- tried to teach her a lesson that you know uh you don't have to have all the new stuff it was her nine year old daughter and when they found out she was they were making fun of her at school, other girls making fun of her for the name brand uh she said oh, if it happened if if it had happened that I came home like that, my parents would have been calling the other family and if, uh, and she said, if my daughter had been making fun of another student at school about her cup. She, this mom said, "I would have called the other girl's parents. I would have made my daughter write a note of apology in person with a letter because that's not what we teach in our household." Hey, yeah,
3: it's time for Pete's parental tips. Sir.
2: Okay, Pete's tweet about uh, Pete's if, tips.
3: Remember, I have no. Just kids. the
2: tip. Just the <laughs> tip.
3: Just just tell your nine-year-old what you should have told. The nine-year-old girl, what you should have told. Look, you go back to school tomorrow with that knockoff cup. And if some girl comes up and says she doesn't like your knockoff cup, you are to knock her in the face as hard as you can with it. Stand over her corpse and say... How do you like it now? <laughs>
2: That's an option, sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again. Uh, sometimes on the radio, we tend to oh, I don't know, hyperbolize. I guess that is that a word we can okay, make? Okay, you don't have to kill her with it, but just make <laughs> hit make her in a the point. face. Absolutely, give water hit her in chan- the face as get... hard
3: as you can. There
2: you go, bullies are not, you know. And, and by the way, mean right. girl, mean girls, man, mean girls it's in back. school. The...
3: There's a show. It's called Mean Girls 2. It's either a movie or a show, and it's coming back. There. It looks funny as hell, by the way.
2: Well, I guess so. Uh, anyway, and speaking of Mean Girls, by the way, this is kind of a thing going on here. There's a new thing going on also on social media called uh, Raging Against Sephora Kids. Beauty retail chains like Sephora and Ulta. I don't know about Ulta. I know Sephora. Uh, They are now being taken to social media tasks, airing grievances about the influx of preteen girls wreaking havoc in stores like Sephora. They say we can't complain about little girls wanting makeup because it's all subjective and there's no age limit to it. But a Sephora employee has told uh, a bunch of news reporters these girls are reaching for what they see in the stores. They're treating the workers within it like crap. You see these mean girl antics from 10-year-olds. They're being bullied. The store workers are being bullied by preteen girls like age 9 to 12 called Sephora kids shopping for beauty products. They make a mess of the store displayed rude attitudes. Don't get what they want strong on their parents into spending all this money on them. You see aggressive demeanor toward older people, the level of disrespect we've never seen from a child ever. It's like they just don't care. Sephora Kids push customers out of the way to reach something, uh, contaminate sealed products without buying them, abruptly interrupt when uh, people are trying to help other customers. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, social media's influence is the reason these girls are flocking to Sephora and seeking out the products and then being rude about it. What have I said about the cell phone? Yesterday's cigarettes. And now we have Sephora Kids starting at the age of nine. <laughs> oh, man. That. Clay well, said that. I know. Here we go. <laughs> Coming up almost 5 o'clock. Holy crap, At sports. A lot of sports stuff, including Bill Belichick oh. update with Pete and Nick Breaking Emmerich. news. Breaking news next, too. First, look out, Herb. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right a blank. Ready on your dog, target. Road guards out. I'll, I'll, I'll Julio, <laughs> look out, it's only me, it's only the giver, with Pete Davis and Flounder on 106.3, how's it going, freaking uh, Thursday afternoon, and again, when we get off at 6, uh, we'll be, I think, joining uh, Shannon Burke down in Florida, uh, Florida Man Radio, Pete, is that, uh, you're on with that okay, 6 o'clock, yeah. well, we go off at 6, yeah. but then he's still on until 7, so if you want to hear uh, what's up with Shannon Burke these days, you can uh, tune in his show on social media, F- Florida Man Radio, I think it is, Uh, Shannon Burke Show, and we'll be uh, chatting with him for about 10 or 15 minutes on his show. Uh, Oopsie-daisy, I just lost a thing. I was having a thing with a thing there. Uh, There we go. Uh, Anyway, uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flown. Open up, damn it! Oh, sorry, I'm yelling at my phone. There we go. Uh, 504- uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, here's a phone number, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. I love my updated uh, ear rockets and we had the thing today, and whew, wow, what a difference, and it's uh, just amazing. And I, I, I briefly mentioned a story, oops to daisy uh, earlier uh, that uh, the uh, that people who uh, might be hard of hearing and wear hearing aids will extend their life like twenty cent, uh, 25% longer than people who don't wear their hearing aids, uh, and people wear hearing aids more likely to be wealthier, higher educated. Oh. Untreated hearing loss is associated with a shorter lifespan, higher risk for depression and dementia with hearing loss that <laughs> isn't treated by uh, <sighs> ear rockets. Well,
3: flounder, this means we have to adjust the over-under game.
2: <laughs> Speaking of games, we have a game coming up here with uh, Pete Davis, I think a little bit later on. Oh. We have some Pete Streets. We also have Holy Crap Sports and a lot to talk about in that. Uh, and also, um, oh, oh, now it's uh, I, my... Uh, I got my iPad out working. I love having a stupid iPad here. Um, a couple things, uh, breaking news today. Well, first, uh, we'll, we'll tease the fact that Holy Crap at Sports is coming up in about 10 minutes. And we'll be talking a lot about Bill Belichick. And I noticed uh, this morning I, I, I forwarded a story I saw on your basic Fox News report about how Bill Belichick's name has been uh, prominently mentioned with Atlanta Falcons officials for weeks. Mm. As though they're aiming at him and have been. Yeah. So we'll say anyway. I don't. Uh-huh. Have, uh, Pete Davis live Holy Graphic Sports coming up here shortly. Also, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift are back in the news today, inclu- including some serious things. In fact, including the fact that they've uh, this AI business has now gotten some phony commercial stuff with uh, t- uh, Taylor Swift is coming up, and also uh, <laughs> the Babylon Bee weighs in on the uh, Taylor Swift uh, being in the news all this time too. Also, wh- another uh, breaking uh, kind of a Oopsie Daisy get the pic. Pe- no, that's funny. My phone just went to three screens. OK, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's a new phone, so I'm still figuring out how to use it. In fact, I want to brag about Flounder here in a minute. I, I won't do it right now because we've got too many things to talk about. But at some point, I mean, it's amazing to me that I didn't know this. I'm a grown man. I'm an educated man. And I, I didn't realize how stupid I was. Now, first of all, uh, uh, yeah, we, we heard in the news here at five o'clock that Hunter Biden's pleaded not guilty. His trial, I think, is, in, is set for the summer on the business of the uh, trial of his in California. Also, uh, we've heard from Donald Trump and Chris Christie, and maybe a little bit later on, we'll play another soundbite or two from the debate of Republicans last night. Another uh, quick uh, newsy thing uh, going on here right now. House Republicans are calling for an investigation over the latest trick by uh, President White Trash is opening public lands to private ownership and the SEC wants to investigate all this stuff, changing the rules, allowing for public company called a natural asset company to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange. And the company would, uh, quote, protect, restore and grow the natural assets under their management to foster healthy ecosystems. Uh yeah well we're not sure what that really means but here's what the republicans are com- uh, concerned about uh the nature of intrinsic and productive value of nature in providing a store of value based on vital assets underpinning the entire economy da, 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 da. but uh the ongoing oversight committee is in uh, concerned about foreign investment into America's most precious assets Allowing foreign interests to fund companies that control public land and explicitly prohibit domestic mineral production is a surefire way to increase our nation's critical mineral dependence. Well, weakening America's economic competitiveness, our national security, and that of our allies. So here we go again. Republicans are going to have to investigate the latest uh, scheme by the Democrats under this stinking administration before they get kicked out, is to open up public lands to foreign ownership. Yeah. My God! Which, by the way, is exactly the opposite of what uh, DeSantis did down in Florida. He banned foreign ownership of Florida land. I mean... (laughs) Again, we can't even close the border. I heard him the other day. What's in that little pimp, Mayorkas was saying? Well, we need uh, we need Congress to come up with a, with a with an immigration plan. We have a plan. We don't need anything new. Close the border. <laughs> That's it. Close. Stop letting them in. Don't process them. Say no. Sorry, we're closed. You have to go back. I, I, well, you do that for like one day. Can you imagine all the people? All of a sudden, uh, we we now have a hundred thousand people in the water <laughs> who can't come across. Well, then turn around. And, oh, how, oh, Oh my God! I mean, it was started back up and back into Guatemala, and then they finally realized. Well, this ain't working. <laughs> I'm telling you,
3: we have too many alligators in Florida. It's a simple solution.
2: Yeah, bring we them move up, move them to the
3: ri- Rio Grande.
2: <laughs> yeah, and what by the way, one more international kind of thing, Pete. Well, I'm at. It, if you remember this the other day, you were talking about this. See if you remember. Uh, I just I was reading in the news, and I saw again on today, that uh, the Houthis or the Houthis or somebody Iranian-backed bad guys <laughs> are now shelling American ships. Are g- t- tell the little people what the best thing to do about this Iranian business of helping the terrorists uh, compl- uh, shoot against America. What would, what would your uh, best piece of advice be to solve the problem with Iran once and for all, Pete?
3: Iran, Iran has one little thing there on the coast to get their oil out. We say you got 24 hours to knock this off. Or you will not be exporting any more oil yeah. to China. Blow it up. or else,
2: for that matter. Uh, I mean, they're, they're attacking us. They're allowing people to attack us, well, Americans and our the allies. The
3: Daily Mail... The Daily Mail is reporting that we've given them a few hours and that both us and Britain are about to bomb the hell out of us. Well, them. there
2: you go. I mean, how much of this crap should we be supposed to take? Well, that's right. That's right. We don't have a, defa- a Department of Defense chief, really, anymore, and a whole Department of Defense. And why he hasn't been fired and why he hasn't used it as an excuse. Hey, boys, I got cancer, so I'm going to have to retire, and I'm going to retire and leave it to somebody else. <laughs> well, the bad
3: thing strategically is that the Houthis in Yemen are only two years out of the Stone Age. So it's only going to take, like, one grenade. <laughs> To put
2: them back. Yeah, a couple of Navy SEALs and a recon Marine ought to do it. Oh, my God, there's four of them.
6: You're a firecracker.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, hard to believe. Anyway, we'll be, we'll be talking about uh, Belichick here in a second. And also, uh, speaking of sports, uh, Taylor Swift is back in the news, and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have the big game of course, Saturday night, I guess it is, that we will not be able to see because the NFL uh, doesn't want you to see it if you're over the age of 30 and don't have your special phone app on your wrist. Uh, Anyway, so the playoff game, the uh, Chiefs are hoping that it turns into a love story against the Miami Dolphins on Saturday, and they have uh, started running their previews with social media videos about the holiday of the uh, team uh, playoff coming up. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's romance is part of it, apparently spoof uh, a hallmark movie that features Donna Kelsey, who happens to be Travis Kelsey's mother. Uh, there was a short video teaser of it uh, uh, this week. And now the Chiefs have dropped their uh, postseason promotional trailer, which spoofs the hallmark rom-com of uh, Janelle Parrish and Tyler Hines. I don't know those people, but you might. Uh, it's a cameo. Some fans speculate it's inspired by Taylor and Travis. Uh, it's a trailer a football fan caught between his love for the game of the Chiefs and the love of his life. The girl, narrated by Rob Riggle, a star-crossed lovers hitting a breaking point. Parrish finds her fiddling with the Chiefs merchandise in the show. It's your livelihood. It's the Chiefs or me. And she says, I hate football and da-da-da. And then they say, no one hates football. And then Swifties have spotted some Easter eggs throughout the clip, like when the Chiefs offensive lineman calls out number 13 as the order at the local diner. That number 13 is what uh, Taylor Swift writes on her hand before she goes on to a concert. It's her lucky number. They also have uh, friendship bracelets, which she does as part of her tour. And Donna Kelsey, who happens to be Travis Kelsey's mother, pops up in the trailer as a diner waitress. Uh, inspired by her son and Taylor Swift. So they're having, they're having some fun with Taylor Swift and Travis for the game coming up Saturday, which I won't be able to watch because I don't have the uh, the, the phone app for my wrist uh, for my uh, latest whatever the hell they it's watch Peacock. these stupid things on. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the, this AI has gotten Taylor Swift now. The AI, there's a generated AI generated ad, deep fake using Taylor Swift's likeness for a non-existent giveaway and La Cruzette cookware. They used Taylor Swift's voice, spliced footage of her and a Dutch chef, and the oven people saying, hey, y'all, it's Taylor Swift here. Do it a packaging error. We can't sell our crew sets. I'm giving them away to my loyal fans for free. Just go to this Facebook checkmark thing, and when you go there, you have to pay $9.96 to get the free cookware. But, of course, there is no free cookware. You've been screwed by Taylor Swift. Even though it's not Taylor Swift, it's an AI version of Taylor Swift. So finally they've caught it. But again, here we go. I, I I saw one of King Charles telling a very off-color
3: joke yesterday, and for a first minute, I thought it <laughs> oh was my him. Oh
2: God! They got Tom Hanks doing it last fall. They've had Gail King doing it. Scarlett Johansson got uh, an AI thing about uh, a likeness in a lingerie ad of some kind or something. Anyway, Holy oh, Crap! It's where, sports where, next. Where do you see that? Uh, where do you see that? Uh, uh, that's for <laughs> some of the for <laughs> some of the older boys and girls. Uh, Five fourteen <laughs> with the Kimber Feet and flounder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whoa, look out, 518 with a give or feed and flounder. Coming up, more on the NIL. I got a couple of sports birthdays here. And, of course, the big talk is on what the Falcons are going to do about a coach. And we've got it all, the only live sports cast in America. Holy crap, it's sports with Pete
3: Davis. Actually, the Falcons are like third on my (laughs) list of things I care about today, (laughs) even though it's still important. I know. know, the Falcons. uh,
2: Well, the the theme is long. I had to say something. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Well, the breaking story is Mark Schlabaugh of ESPN has broken a story, which, you know, if you follow the court case, you know what's going on today. Football recruiting staffers at Georgia routinely drove Uh rented vehicles after consuming alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's according Mm -hmm. to court documents filed today in Gwinnett County during this uh, law suit going on the January 2023 car wreck which killed a player and another staff member and a complaint filed in Gwinnett the attorneys alleged that UGA assistant coaches used cash to pay for recruiting expenses during unofficial recruiting visits uh visits which could be a violation of NCAA rules Victoria Bowles who survived the car crash that killed uh, Devin Willick and Chandler LaCroix have sued uh, just about everybody on this, including the player Jalen Carter, saying that Lacroix and Carter were racing, which caused the yeah. accident. Yeah. So this is, yeah, you know, this is not over by a long shot. It's just going to get uglier, and now there may be recruiting violations thrown in it too. It's just not not good for everybody here.
2: I, I wonder if they, What's if, good though? I, I'm sorry. I wondered if, if they had just settled. Uh, and eliminated the lawsuits because this could mean real damage for the University of Georgia, for the program, if there's you know violations of cash under the table and sneaking. St- I mean, that's big-time Charlie. They could, uh, that I could really they hurt. I think they settled them.
3: some of it. They tried to settle some of it. Some of it you can't settle. Some people are just going to go to court yeah. over it, and I don't blame well, them. Yeah. Um, Max Fried and the Braves have avoided arbitration. They signed the ace-lefty to a one-year deal, $15 million. Uh, this season will be the last before he becomes a free agent. Hmm. And A.J. Mentor signed a one-year deal for six million with the Bravos, so he got a raise there. So good. We got both those lefties uh signed up for another year. Mm-hmm. The Steelers playoff game in Buffalo may be moved again if a state of emergency oh, is declared Lord. in Western New York State. It's Buffalo! What happened?
0: Yeah, yeah, what happened to those
3: people? Oh, we can handle the winter weather. Yeah. This is nothing to they us. Brag about we're gonna it. be shirtless.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this will be the second time they had to move it to Detroit a few yeah. years ago. Come yeah, on, man, tough enough.
2: Up. I know. And, so put and, a damn roof on your stadium. And, and these are the guys who also always come out with bare arms and no sleeves on there to yeah. show how tough they are. Well, then come suck on. it up. Where's you know suck wear, it wear, up. wear a couple of sweatshirts and go play the freaking game. God, yeah. I played. I used to play Thanks. in the snow and ice. Jeez. Sorry. Thanks for the buffalo wings,
3: but you are yeah. become a bunch of pansies yeah. if you don't play in the snow. We like to. Wa- we want yeah. a snow game. I my God. Yeah. Freeze. Kansas City may may actually have one, but oh, we'll boy. find out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the game could be moved to Cleveland. Imagine that. You're a Steelers fan. You oh, got to go man. to Cleveland to watch your team play. That's not good. They don't Sorry. like each other. No. No. Bill Belichick has left the Patriots. Most so-called NFL experts claim he's coming to the Falcons. Well, if so. It's another mistake from the blunder twins, Blank and McKay. The only way a Belichick regime in Atlanta works is if Bill talks Tom Brady out of retirement and deages ages him about seven years. Because without Tommy Boy, Billy Boy ain't all that. But it would be typical of Arthur Blank, after failing to land Joe Gibbs or Bill Parcells, to hire a 71-year-old past his prime coach expecting all of Falcons fandom to cheer wildly and say, Great job, Artie. Some fans may like it, but the fans who've watched the Patriots get worse every year since Brady left have watched Bill screw up draft after draft and watched Bill pick the wrong quarterback, sound familiar, Mm. know that it will not work. A solid NFL franchise goes after and gets Jim Harbaugh. A desperate owner goes after the guy who told Tom Brady to take a hike. As Pete Prisco of CBS Sports writes, Belichick got lucky. He's a good coach, but he got lucky. The Pats chose Tom Brady in the sixth round. They had two picks in that round. Brady was chosen second behind a defensive back. Yeah. They got lucky. They had no idea what they had with Brady. And I haven't even mentioned the two major cheating scandals Belichick has been part of. If he is the Falcons guy, then I hope I'm wrong, and he brings a Super Bowl victory to Atlanta. After all, he's the guy who stole the best chance we've ever had for one. Although stole is a strong word, considering the Falcons kind of falconed that Super Bowl away. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, and I hope the experts are wrong in saying he's the Falcons' next coach. we got one wild rumor going around. If Mike McCarthy does not win the Super Bowl, the Cowboys are going to fire him and get Belichick. Well, that's kind of hard to believe. Either Bill or another team would wait that long to hire him.
2: So, yeah, uh, he'll be long gone by then, I would think. Oh, yeah. Somebody's
3: got to snatch him up before then because he's he doesn't have to worry about playoffs or anything like that, like the other guys do.
2: Yeah. And who's your now first? On to the... I'm sorry. Who's go your first uh, Who's your first choice for Falcons coach if you were picking? Harbaugh.
6: Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah, he's a proven
3: go. winner. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but he got the 49ers to one yeah. by beating the Falcons to get yeah. there, by the way. Yeah. He's a proven winner. Yeah. So and like he knows it. the NFL.
6: Yeah, I so. like
3: it. Now on to the more important news. Who is going to replace Nick Saban, the real GOAT, uh, at Alabama? Yeah, yeah. they got to do this quick because they're already hemorrhaging players. One five-star already bolted. Wide receiver Ryan Williams decommitted this morning. Ooh. By the way, Reese Davis on ESPN interviewed Saban today, and Saban says he didn't make up his mind until five minutes before he walked into the room. He was still really? wavering about what he wanted to do. And he says it's got nothing to do with NIL. It's got nothing to do with health. He just thought this is the time yeah. to go. you know. Yeah. And he said for the first time, someone said the first time they ever heard him say, I'm tired. After this after the game. Yeah, I'll bet. And he had never heard him say something like that before. So he's 72. what or something like that? So you don't recover as quick as you used to. You know, every coach in the country is calling those Bama players and saying, hey, you want to transfer over here? Now, Dan Lanning was the odds on favorite, but he inexplicably posted a video saying he's staying at Oregon. you got to be a special kind of idiot or maybe a frady cat to stay in a state where most of your recruits don't come from, as opposed to Alabama, where you get most of your players only a short drive away. Maybe Dan doesn't want to be the guy to replace the guy, uh, which you can kind of understand there. History shows it didn't go well for the guy who replaced Bear Bryant. Can you name him?
2: Oh, my. I used to know this, and it's gone from my memory. <laughs> gone forever. That's right. He was a former New York Giants
3: head coach, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and several other places, by the way, Arkansas State
2: as well. Uh, oh, not McKay. No, no. Uh, Ray Perkins. Oh, God, that's right. I remember Ray Perkins. I remember He was a Giants with a yeah. New York Giants. Didn't he play with the Giants? Yeah. yeah. I remember Ray Perkins. Yeah. I'll be dead. Yeah,
3: and I love it. I love his uh pie stores down in Florida. They, I love Perkins. was up Perkins restaurant. On, sure, there you go. <laughs> yes.
2: And moving van, <laughs> by the way, re- too.
3: That's really. Uh, lasted 4 years in Tuscaloosa, it did not go well. So now Lanning is allegedly out, saying he's not going. So unfortunately, that means for me, the Lane Kiffin rumor starting again yeah. and joining him on the list is Florida State head coach Mike Norvell, who I think that was a trial balloon that Bama threw out there. What do you think about Mike Norvell? Hmm. And they're not getting a lot of positive response. Really? Well, they're yeah. getting positive response from Seminoles fans who yeah, for some reason want to get rid of them. Yeah. He brought back uh, FSU from the dead, only to see it all fall apart when they got screwed by the grand boss of college football. And remember when Dabo Sweeney's name used to come up for this gig? Mm -hmm. Not so much anymore. Dabo is busy tending his black eye, by the way. I still don't know how he got the black eye. He's not saying? They're cut. I haven't heard anything from where he said it, so he knows. Uh, The poobahs of the Crimson Tide say they want to get this done in 72 hours. That was yesterday. Times are wasting, boys. And I got the bad feeling that right now, number one on the list is Kiffin. And he's been kind of quiet today on Twitter. Not all quiet, but he's been kind of quiet. So well, I don't know. What I'm about not looking good. We, uh, well, what about Vrabel?
2: Would they go for a pro? Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please,
3: please <laughs> get Mike Vrabel. I think he'd be a good coach at Alabama. He, you know, he he's coached at Tennessee Titans in the NFL, so he knows the region. Yeah. He's from Ohio State. We know that. I think he's going to Boston for the New England but the Patriots well. people are saying, no, it's going to be this assistant for Belichick. Why would you get an assistant who's been there for the last few failing years? Yeah.
2: Well, maybe he thinks Jared he Mayo, it. Jared Mayo or whatever his L- name is. Unless he thinks he knows the yeah. answer to fixing it, but I don't know.
3: Uh, by the way, what did Nick Saban do on his last day on the job yesterday?
2: Uh, he probably cleaned
3: out his desk. He interviewed a man to be an assistant coach five minutes before telling the team he was retiring. Oh, wow. (laughs) To which Charles tweeted, how bad was that candidate he interviewed that made Saban say, I can't do this anymore? (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got. And DJ Slayer tweeted, whoever he interviewed retired Coach Saban. (laughs) So I don't want that guy's name to come out. And how are Tide fans taking the news? One guy said he wished he owned a liquor store in Alabama, yeah. and another said, "And listen, this is not me. Just please do not at me. No, no, not. Alabamians you. haven't been. Alabamians have not been this mad." Since they took the signs off the water fountains.
2: <laughs> well, I used to say they haven't been this man since we took away their slaves. I mean, same thing. You know, you can that
3: was Democrats. So. <laughs> yeah,
6: right. <laughs>
3: Here's an idea, since Saban still has a lot to give. Why not make him the czar of college football? A position Tim Brando has been saying we've needed for years. Are you really going to try and argue with Nick Saban when he pulls you into the room and says this is what we're going to do?
2: I like uh, Ken- Kennesaw, Ma- Ken- Kennesaw Mountain Landers commissioner style only uh, for the NCAA. Uh,
3: That's right. And by the way, uh, I got so many things to say about why he's the GOAT, but I'm going to skip ahead here because sad news from baseball. Former Mets shortstop Bud Harrelson, known for fighting with Pete Rose at second base after Rose slid in hard during the 73 playoffs at Shea Stadium, has passed away. He was 79. Bud passed in a hospice in New York after a long battle with Alzheimer's. A major leaguer from 1964 to 80, he won a gold glove and made two All-Star teams. In trivia, he's the only man in a Mets uni for both of their World Series wins. A player in 69 and a third-base coach in 85. It was Bud you see waving Ray Knight home with the winning In game six of that fall classic. He managed the Metropolitans for two seasons. He's in their Hall of Fame. But it was Game 3 of the 1973 NL Championship Series between the Mets and the Reds as Rose slid hard into Harrelson at second on the double play. The two ended up toe-to-toe, then wrestling in the infield dirt, triggering a wild bench clearing brawl that spilled into the outfield. Outweighed by more than 30 pounds, the scrawny Harrelson got the worst of it, saying afterwards, well, Pete just kind of lifted me up, laid me down to sleep, and it was all over. <laughs> <laughs> he finished with a 236 batting average but hit 333 against Bob Gibson. Wow. He was born in California on D-Day, June 6, 1944, offered $3,000 more to sign with the Yankees, but he thought, you know, I'll get stuck in their farm system. I got a better chance with expansion Mets. Which gave him a better opportunity. Oh, Bud Harrelson, dead at the age didn't of 79. You do a, didn't
2: you do a lot of TV work? Was he a Was he a color guy? I, I seem to think I hear. He was I a coach
3: did. for a long time, and he started the Long Island Ducks, which was kind of like a, a minor league team, and he's mm. very proud of that. So yeah. Best thing he ever did, he said.
2: 79, that's too young. Especially <laughs> for a guy like me. That's great I'm sorry. Jeez. You do some more. I got uh, well, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll okay. do a little, co- we, a little break here. Uh, Flounder's got a thing, a uh, uh, log to follow and stuff like that. So we'll do All that. Right. And I got a couple of sports <laughs> birthdays, and we'll kind of wrap things up. And also, I want to ask you about an hey. NIL package deal for the NCAA mm-hmm. has come out with a new program.
3: I follow new log. We... <laughs> yeah, I am about to say, we don't want to mess with Flounder's log. Uh... No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's big as <it's laughs> wood, it's long. No, <laughs> da, 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 uh, 5.30 <laughs> with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. <laughs> Look out. And now, sponsored by Preparation H. Love. Is a burning thing. Da-dun, da-dun, 535. And it makes a fiery stink. Johnny Cash, 1964. Ring of Fire, the best of Johnny Cash, became the first number one album when Billboard debuted their country album chart. Johnny Cash was number one. It was his 16th album and the first compilations album, the best of, by Johnny Cash, 1964. <laughs> burn, 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 Johnny burn, Cash. that didn't get any better. Uh, let's see. A couple of sports things left over, Pete, if you don't mind, sir. Uh, on this day... Well, we got breaking news. Oh, it's still breaking news. Yeah, it's still breaking news.
3: Take this, uh, then, and then we'll do what you're just going to do there. All right. Uh, this is, comes from Utah Football Stats, which is a legitimate place. But keep this in mind: This yeah. is a rumor, just a rumor. Yeah. And they tried this with Dan Landing yesterday. They said he was on a plane to Tuscaloosa, oh. and it turned out to be complete
2: BS. Okay, all right. All right. We're saying now it.
3: they're saying yeah. a flight, a flight from Seattle to Tuscaloosa will be departing shortly. They have presumably Caitlin DeBoer, the Washington Huskies coach, is coming to Tuscaloosa. Now this could be complete BS. And the last time Alabama went to Washington, Washington State to get a coach. It didn't work out too well. The guy never coached a game there because he went to Pensacola for some meetings and had a little fun there, got drunk, and there was a little stuff with the uh, hotel
9: room, and
3: they fired him before he even coached a game. Oh, boy. So I don't think this is true. I think this is just a wild rumor, but there you go.
9: Huh.
2: Well, now, is this guy from Washington known as a great coach? I mean, he he made the playoffs. I mean, he made the big-time Charlie, so that's got to say something. But but still, you have good players. He's a good coach, but...
9: yeah.
3: I just don't see Alabama going to the Pacific Northwest for a coach. I just don't see that. Uh,
2: All right. Here are a couple of other things here. Uh, 1973 on this day. Here's how this is written. 1973, baseball died on this day. Owners of the American League teams voted to adopt the designated hitter rule on a trial basis. As you know, that trial is still going on. Uh, It never (laughs) will end. Yeah, 1973. (laughs) All right. Uh, And on this day in 2010... Mark McGuire admitted he was using performance-enhancing drugs when he broke the single-season home run record in 1998. He, he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he broke it for a minute, for a while. Uh, and and uh, birthday, Ben Crenshaw, the famous Hall of Fame golfer, 70 years old today. Gentle Ben, they call him.
3: Uh, so by, yes. by the way, yesterday, Ted, Teddy Bruski, the former Patriot, was being interviewed. Yeah. He made a slip up. He was talking about uh, what's his face, Belichick, and said his continued sex up in New England, uh, continued success
2: up (laughs) in New England. Didn't he just break up with his girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, like 40 years long girlfriend? I think he just broke up with her. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive he just broke up with his very longtime girlfriend. I don't know. Oh, and one quick thing here I wanted to ask you, Pete, and again, I'm sorry to do all kinds of sports stuff here on you, but uh, the NCAA Division I has a council. They've come up with a new rules package on compensation for all the millions of dollars that athletes are getting now for the name, image, and likeness. The policy calls for creating a a database of deals to be accessed by athletes and schools a registry of companies that want to work with athletes and recommendations for standardized components of a contract of NIL. Uh, Athletes would be encouraged to disclose their deals, but it would not be required. And I guess they're trying to make it more transparent, but it seems to me they just put up a bidding contest.
3: Yeah, if you can't make them disclose it, they won't even pay attention yeah.
2: to it. Anyway, so, I, I don't like this shopping around for a school to, you know, I, and I guess it grates me because I, I'm just I'm envious and jealous and uh, at this stage of my life that all of a sudden some 19 year old kid who can really uh, you know run fast and catch a pass every once in a while can can graduate from college with no hope of being a pro, good enough to be a star in college and walk away with about four million dollars in the bank when he's 21 or 22 years old for playing football. I mean, it's, you know, good for him. But I, I don't know. I just, I just.
3: Does it take away their incentive to be better players? And by the time they get to the pros, they won't care as much. Well, I, no. I,
2: I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't know. You know, kids' minds these days. Uh, kids, well, fell. Well, hell. Well, hell uh, 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 who's our uh, uh, football coach? Uh, Georgia, Georgia uh, uh, football coach Kirby, Kirby 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 Smart Kirby Smart. Just I, I was reading a tweet from him. I was on X uh, a little while ago, and the tweet said, so, well, I, "I don't have time to find it." But the tweet said something like, "Today, America's athletes, America's children growing up to be athletes, are are uh, working on entitlements." He said, "Our model here at the University of Georgia is you got to eat off the floor." If you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be one of us. But too many youngsters are coming up through the ranks of, uh, in athletics as entitled. And now you have the NIL, and he was mm. kind of talking about that and saying, you know, they're doing things not based on athletics or their own standards or anything else. Right. And, and, it's, uh, and he thinks it's a shame that you get different kinds of people with different kinds of attitudes. And he, well, I, I saw the quote. He says, you better be willing to eat off the floor and you can be with us.
3: And he means by that the fact you shouldn't get your money up front. You should get there, prove what you can do, and then you yeah. get the money.
2: Yeah, if you deserve it, you get it. Absolutely. But again, yeah. this, this, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, bids, open bidding for uh, players is, well, anyway, I, I'm, I'm an old fashioned goof and no farden, so I don't like it, and that makes sense. Uh, speaking no, of outrage, uh, I love that Pete found this story. I don't know whether this is whether one of our Daily Mail things or not, but this is this, this kind of figures. Prince Harry is going to be inducted. In Beverly Hills, into the Legend of Aviation Hall of Fame, Prince Harry, uh, the Duke of Sussex, along with his actress' uh, wife, has been recognized ahead of the likes of Charlie Duke, who was the youngest person to walk on the moon at the age of 36 back in 1972. They passed over him. The uh, decorated event for Prince Harry as the uh, Legend of Aviation will be hosted by John Travolta. Uh, It's been called the Oscars of Aviation. Uh, He set up an Invictus Games Foundation. He'll be celebrated for that. It's not sure whether he and his wife, Megan Mark, will even be there. Uh, But he raised eyebrows when he got this special award for aviation. One person wrote, wait a minute, I look forward to every other military pilot in the world being given the same award based on his accomplishments in the military and his aviation. Another said, is this a joke? What is the legendary stuff he's done? I'm asking Seriously. (laughs) Well, uh, people still living are recorded on the list and replaced past inductees who have died like Neil Armstrong. Now, the Duke, Prince Harry, was a helicopter pilot. Two tours in Afghanistan as a forward air controller and an Apache chopper pilot. He flew countless training missions in uh, Britain, U.S., and Australia. He served 10 years in the military, rise to the rank of captain. And he'll be along aviation legends like uh, Buzz Aldrin, uh, Jeff Bezos, Harrison Ford, Morgan Freeman, Elon Musk, and Saudi Prince Sultan bin Salman al Uh The other aerospace icons inducted alongside the prince this year will be the U.S. Navy pilot Fred George and a former speed record holder. So I don't know whether this is that big a deal, but people are saying, what the hell's Prince Harry got to do with it? And listen, wouldn't he get in trouble for bragging about them, that he killed people in, in war? And he was bragging about said I, I shot about twenty-one it. people or something. Mm-hmm. He said, "No, you don't. Uh, you don't go around. To, you know, if it comes up, it's one thing. But you don't. You don't. No, you don't do that sort of thing. Uh, three, four, five, four, three. I, not that. I. You know, homo. You know." Uh, 543 with a... <laughs> just to be sure they don't come after me you for saying better. I you well, got I'm better. Well, i better now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> better now. Uh, 543 with a Pete flounder. And the Christie's are bad. The Chris Lee's are back in the news. Chris Lee's knows best the TV show. Todd and Julie Christie yeah. are in prison, and they're going to be there for a while. They were sentenced to a total of 19 years in prison for fraud and tax evasion uh, for doing their TV show. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, during the investigation into them, they uh, sued, uh, because of the investigation, they sued a guy who was the former director of special investigations of Georgia's Department of Revenue. And in Georgia, they used the information uh, uh, for his, their estranged daughter, Lindsay to get information on the family and then illegally shared it with her. And that's illegal. And so they have now been awarded. These, they're in prison. The Chrisleys are in prison for their fraud and tax evasion. And by the way, speaking of tax evasion, I guess Hunter Biden ought to get 16 years, huh? Anyway, they're in prison, and they now are going to receive a million-dollar settlement for being wronged during the investigation. So it's ironic that the state is keeping him in prison and also giving them a million dollars because they were in prison and they got caught, uh, which is uh, fairly bizarre. I don't know. Uh, And a disgusting story. uh, Just very quickly, because I don't even want to talk much about it. A woman in Ohio, Pamela Reed, 41 years old, shaved her 7-year-old daughter's head, started faking that her daughter had cancer back when the daughter was a baby, raised thousands of dollars showing photos online of her child's treatment, Uh, The school's elementary nurse eventually discovered that the little girl was not blind in one eye, as the mother had said. Uh, Mom said she had seizures. uh, She would repackage prescriptions and then pretend they were cancer drugs. And she was told uh, she apparently had uh, showed piles of blood filled vials and the little girl laying on her stomach with an ultrasound and so forth. Well, it was all fake and she got caught. And it was all fake, and she has now been caught and is going to be serving some time. And you took away your kid, by the way. The dad was not mentioned nor has he been charged, but we don't know whether he knew about it and let it happen. Don't know. Four, it's a five, it's quarter of six. Kim or Pete and Flounder right here. Funny's coming up next. How you doing? Look out! It's only me. It's on the camera. Almost ten before six. With Pete Davidson, Flounder, and who do you got here? Who's our playing there Flounder? Uh, this is JJ Kale. JJ, what now? Kale. Kale? JJ, Kale? JJ Kale. Kale. JJ Kale. JJ Kale. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know him. Is he? Uh, uh, tell yes, me a little about. Great
3: him, songwriter. What? He he wrote songs for Clapton. He wrote Cocaine, and I think he wrote Cocaine.
2: Huh. He wrote a few songs for Clapton. Cool. Uh, 550, and on this day, birthday, 61 year old Jason Connery, Sean Connery's son, 61. He used to be married to that knockout dish, Mia Sarah. Sloan Peterson, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, they divorced in 2002. Pretty much that's all he's known for now, but that's fine by me. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. History note here. Oh, speaking of marriages, uh, in 2006, Eminem and his ex-wife, Kim Mathers, applied for a marriage license for marriage number two in Michigan. They got married three days later, remarried, and the second marriage lasted 11 weeks. And he said, no, I can't do this. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Remember, men. (coughs) Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, this day, 1935, the beginning of Amelia Earhart's solo flight. Ac- oh, and my damn, I got an update story here. And my thing just went off. So I got to get my thing back. Hold on. One, two, three, six, six. There we go. Okay, got it. I'll be right in just a minute. Uh, the beginning of Amelia Earhart took off on ni- in 1935 this day for her solo flight across the Pacific. The first person, male or female, to fly across the uh, uh, the Pacific from Honolulu to California. Oh, How'd that go? I went pretty well. Everything's fine. She's uh, still alive today. Uh, and uh, the uh, Surgeon General 1964 said smoking can kill you with lung cancer. And on this day, 1958, CBS TV airs... Sea Hunt, starring Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> the underwater world of Lloyd Bridges oh. and the boys. Anyway, pretty cool. Small juice stove. Yeah, 551, uh, Kimberpene Flounder, 404 1230 if you want to join us. Uh, breaking news, the art dealer involved with the Hunter Biden pa- finger painting business reveals that Hunter knew that his so-called sugar brother was the top buyer, which makes the White House ethics pledge a complete sham. Here's the latest. Uh, James Comer has uh, has been uh, talking about the deal with his sugar brother, and uh, Hunter Biden's New York art dealer has testified the president's kid knew the sugar brother lawyer was the top buyer of his paintings, which contradicted the White House previously cited ethics plan to conceal the patron's identities. Closed-door deposition. Uh, the guy who owns the art gallery in Manhattan revealed he never worked with the White House on uh, such a pact. He knew that Hunter. Uh, he knew who bought. Uh, the, he knew that Hunter knew who bought seventy percent of his artwork, and it was this Sugar Brother. Uh, prices listed as high as a half a million dollars, and uh, the artwork kept uh, confidential from even the artist himself, trying to avoid ethical issues. Well, it was all crap. The, they knew all about it. It was all on the take. And once again, here's you know this, this is how this administration feels about you. They don't give a crap about you. They're, they're, they're rubbing your noses in the fact they can do whatever the hell they want and get away with it. It's just absolutely outrageous. Uh, before I forget. We mentioned, I think it was yesterday, we talked about um, uh, we were talking about Dick Clark and American Bandstand. Oh, God, these damn these new uh, headphone things are killing me. Uh, American Bandstand. And I said, I remember that it was on, uh, it it used to be on every after I got home from school, it was on, and people are saying, no, no, it was on Saturday night or whatever. Well, here's the deal. American Bandstand was on uh, ABC when they picked up the show, the Johnny Carson show, Do You Trust Your Wife, which became Who Do You Trust? Uh, That was scheduled at 3.30 in the afternoon. So the original they had American Bandstand out in the afternoon on ABC. It's 1957 or something. And then they cut away for half hour for the uh, Who Do You Trust, then back to American Bandstand. Well, that didn't last for all that long. They put it on at night on Monday nights at 730. And even Dick Clark himself said it's not going to work, man. They tried it on a Saturday night time slot and it worked for a little bit. He said it's not going to work because uh, the, our, our audience is teenagers and moms and they got stuff to do. They're not going to do it. So then the program was broadcast live weekday afternoons. And by 1959, the show had a national audience of 20 million. Uh, it was on uh, from 90 minutes to 60 minutes, a daily half hour, 4 to 4.30 in the afternoon. And most of the stations around the country uh, didn't cover it live, but uh, a station in Philadelphia did. Uh, and they would show the show every afternoon. And that's why I used to, I was not in Philadelphia, but the, uh, whatever the cable system was back in 1959 or whatever uh, allowed it to be shown. And uh, I used to watch American Bandstand. Oh, and even I, I Googled a little bit about it. <clears throat> The nice thing about American Bandstand was uh, it was so popular because it actually showed America the new culture, the new te- what what teenagers were doing after the baby boomers and so forth, and these new teens in the late fifties, uh, growing up in in the modern America after World War II, uh, you know, not only the style of clothes, the saddle shoes and the poodle skirts, and the, I remember I remember seeing my first hoods. I remember when I was like ten or eleven or twelve years old watching American Bandstand, and they, they used to do rate the record too, and they have all these grease balls guys with you know slip, with like Vaseline in their hair, with a da hair the duck's ass tail haircuts, and they had the peg pants and skinny pants, black pants with white socks and, and a pointed shoe, you know, Puerto Rican fence climbers, we used to call them. Anyway, I got my first taste of what real grease balls were like, the townies and stuff, and they used to rate the records. Well, I will give it an 82, Dick. Uh, easy to dance to. It's got a good beat, man. It was just, and they had the famous Dad dance, dance, dance team. They had dance Sorry. teams where all the high school kids brought their dates to go dancing every day. They were not paid, uh, but they had the same groups of dancers every day, and was a, it was a daily thing, and I never miss. It. I remember trying to never miss it because it was just fun, and it was Dick Clark. And hey, how do you rate this record? Anyway, uh, I gotta love it. Five fifty-five. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, we got, we got Pete. We, well, I don't think we warned Pete in advance. Let's see if we <laughs> here he goes. We got tweets and we got Pete. What better opportunity than Pete's tweet?
3: I was born ready. All right, here we go. Yes. Okay, we're gonna do Pete tweet. This is why Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. No all right. argument. I like it. A record of 292, 71 and 1. Over 200 of those wins coming in 17 seasons at Bama. Seven national titles, the most of any coach, one at LSU, six with the Crimson Tide. Eleven SEC championships, 49 players picked in the first round of the NFL draft. Mm. That's the most in the common draft era, which is when the AFL and NFL came together. Saban's teams have spent the most weeks at number one in the AP poll at 109 weeks. Wow. That's more than any other school. No matter who the coach and how many coaches they've had, including Ohio State, Oklahoma, or Notre Dame. Nick Saban's wow. tied, coach, tied coach team by itself yeah. is more than any of those other teams. He went 9-4. and four. This amazed me. He went 9-4 and four against the number one ranked team in the country. He went 9-4 and four wow. against the number That's, one ranked team in the country. Yeah. No other coach has more than five wins over a top ranked
2: club. He beat us. I mean, he beat the two-time national champ uh, back-to-back years, and he beat and, and, and who didn't know that? By the way, there's somehow he did, he did the son of a bitch finds years. a way to. Well, no, I know. I mean, I mean, be Georgia being back-to-back national champions, he beat our team. We were number one. Yeah. And so, yeah, there, I mean, yeah, there you go. Uh, do we have time one for a more, flounder's one, Funny? More. Uh, one more shot here, flounder, before we uh, sign off on our date. I think we do. I mean, uh, it's 557. We'll try to work in a little something here for you just uh, for fun of it. kid, That's what she uh, said. Hello. Hey, ho. <laughs> I wasn't even there that weekend. <laughs> we didn't get the parade. We got the month, Black History Month. That's our, i uh, not a big
8: fan. Never liked it. Here's the truth. Everybody's got a month. I don't know if you know that or not. In America, everybody's got a month. If you check the calendar, everybody's got a month. There's an Asian month, there's Hispanic month, there's LGBT, Q month, and everybody's got a month. Just Black History Month is the one that's gotten all the, all the fame, right? And like I said, never liked it. Mainly because I went to a predominantly white school growing up, uh, and I was the only black kid in my class And I don't know why you bother having Black History Month There's only one <laughs> black kid in the class You know, hey Rod, we're going to take 28 days And just point out how different you are Than everyone else in this room. <laughs> that will work on your psyche, A little bit I'm serious, my teacher would do that Okay, tomorrow Rod's going to bring in something else from Africa it's Black History Month <laughs> Isn't that right, Rod? no, no I can bring you something from Cleveland I have never been to Africa. <laughs> I don't know how I got in this press school. I'm not that smart. I can't find Africa on a map.
2: Very clever. Uh, by the way, Flounder, I want to thank you. I tried to, I was going to put some old photo of videos I've had from like 12 years ago from my phone to send to, to put on Facebook, but they weren't there. But they were in the old photo section if I go to YouTube. And so I said, Flounder, how the hell does this make sense? So I hit the YouTube history of my photos. It's got them, but it's not in my Facebook history. And he said, well, that's, and he, he fiddled around with it and said, oh, that's because when you at the bottom, when you go to your photos, you hit the album, see your album, click. You need to hit the years, click. I didn't know there was one, so now I've been—he solved the whole thing for me. I can't—I can't believe how how much I don't know about using my stinking phone and stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, you <laughs> I admit it. You don't I don't know how much you do Anyway, it's only me. It's only the camera. Got to go. You're killing me. See you tomorrow, boys. Pete and Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Stand by.
1: Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy, First Horizon Bank member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position.
8: I don't understand.